Peace, prosperity, salutations. This is the brand. This is the, the Mastermind Alliance. I hope everybody's doing well. D, I see you up here. And uh, I think wealth was, was trying to come up. I hit you wealth. Uh, so I will start this off by saying that if you are... Um, because I, I just so we have to have some real talk. And if you are easily offended, this will probably uh, this will probably not be the room for you. I would just ask you to uh, quietly leave um, if you can't have serious conversation because um, it's going to be one. And I think that we have to sometimes real talk has to be exactly that real talk. So I'll just preface it with that. So if this is your first time rocking with me, make sure you go to the web page, www.yurimakarama.com. You can actually go there to download my app. And uh, if you would like to connect with my nonprofit organization, Unity Walk, um, you can uh, connect with us at www.theunitywalk.com. Uh, my brother Aaron in the audience said, I started it off with the classic joint, Black Girl Lost by Nas. And <clears throat> I think it just kind of, um, just kind of leads to, uh, the topic that I want to get into. And let me preface this also by saying that, um, I want to preface this by saying that this is no, in no way going to be a bash on black women because I don't bash black women. Um, now, if the truth, if it feels like a bash, I, I can't help you there. But I'm not my platform is not built on bashing black women. Uh, my platform is really not built on black bash, bashing black men. However, um, uh, wealth said it the other night, and I think it just holds true. Like the truth is what the truth is. And, you know, if, if it's the truth, if it's the truth, then you know, then you have to, you have to set your feelings aside for the truth. And so I think that we need to have, um, like I said, just real, just real authentic conversation, um, about this. Um, and so I, I titled this navigating the matriarchy of the black community, because we know that in the white community, the white community is made up of a patriarchy. Uh, the black community for, for a long time has been made up of uh, a matriarchy and that goes back in history. Uh, this is not something that the European created. However, it is by design here in this European dominated society, the way it is now, uh, the adjustments that have been made, uh, to keep the black man, uh, at not only a disadvantage, but to keep the black man disconnected and disunited, uh, from that, um, uh, that family unit, um, which is black man, black woman, black child. Uh, and so that has been by design, but the system of matriarchy is not anything new to the black community. So this is not, um, this is not Yurima Karama saying that we should be in a patriarchy. This is Yurima Karama saying that when we start, when we, when we talk about generational curses and when we talk about what we are seeing currently, the climate that we, that we see, um, and the perpetuation of certain attitudes, the perpetuation of certain uh, 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 
uh, characteristics, the perpetuation of certain things within our community, those things need to be called out. And not only do those things need to call, be called out, but, but there absolutely needs to be changes that are made. Otherwise, th- uh, uh, that perpetuation continues into the next generation, into the next generation. And then this is how we come about with generational curses. Um, so I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. Um, and and I, I think it's just one example of many. And I'm sure D and Wealth, you'll be able to cut in. But um, so I do mentoring. And I remember years ago, it wasn't too many years ago, actually, but it was a few years ago that I was uh, mentoring this this young this young man and, 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 and also doing some work with his with his mom. And one um, I was at their at their home. So I would go to their home and on this one particular occasion, I know I went there and the the son was sitting. Now, the son was the son, mind you, was 17. This young lady had a daughter who was 15 and then it was her. So it was a single mother um, raising a young boy child and a young girl child. And what was interesting about the young girl child when I got there, she was actually she actually had her Wendy's uniform on about to go to work. The young boy child was sitting on the was sitting on the couch with his legs propped up, uh, you know, like you would think that he was the man of the house uh, playing video games. That g- gives it away that he wasn't the man of the house because men just really don't play fucking video games. I'll just put that out there. Um, so <laughs> for the men that play video games, I'm, I'm like, we don't fucking have time to play video games. Real dudes ain't playing video games. Trust me. We're trying to buy land and build communities and some other shit. So but he was sitting back playing video games. And my first thing to her, to the mother was like, like, what's wrong with this fucking picture? (laughs) And I didn't say it in those terms, but I was just kind of like, what's wrong with this picture? And she didn't get it. And, 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 And I'm just like, you got a 15 year old daughter going out to work. He doesn't have a job like like you're setting this young boy child up for failure. You're setting him up to you're setting him up straight for failure. You're not doing him any favors. But even more so, what I want to talk about tonight is is because um, you would think I was going in the direction of of a young of our uh, young empresses or our young mothers who are, you know, raising boy children and not doing a not doing a a, a good job. Actually, the direction I, I want to go in is what about our young women? Our, our our mothers who are raising girl children with no man in the house. And I think that this is even more prevalent and it's even more important because because when we talk about that girl child and we have to remember that children emulate their parents, there's a lot of emulation, there's a lot of copycatting, there's a lot of things our children see that we might think that we're that we might not be privy to or we think is that they're not paying attention to, but they absolutely pay attention. And so when we start talking about no father in the home and then we start talking about a mother who's raising a girl child. And what we're getting at here, again, is generational curses, because when you look outside your door, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but when I start hearing young women talking about surgery, when I'm starting to hear more young women talking about chopping their bodies up. okay. first of all, we're dealing with self-hate. We're dealing with insecurities. We're dealing with young girls who haven't been told enough that they are loved, that they are beautiful, 
We're dealing with a whole conglomerate of different issues. Young girls should not be 20, 25, 30 years old, hell, 40 years old, should not be talking about ever chopping their bodies up. It's 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 insidious to me. Like, like that's the craziest thing, because men don't we don't think about that. We don't even think in those terms. And so if we have our young women out here who are thinking in terms of most of the time they are thinking in terms of doing this. Why? Because they want to attract men. If they're talking about going under the knife. If they're talking about going under the knife. That's not. A problem for them, that's a problem for us as a black community, I'm sorry. And that's just one, that's just one of ish, of many issues that we see. Just one. Just the going under the knife, the, the, the wanting to change who you are. Instead of getting in the gym, instead of, instead of uh, 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 getting with a trainer, you're talking about going under the knife. So that's one thing. Um... The gender transformation is real. And when I'm talking about gender transformation, I'm talking about the emasculation of black men. So more black men taking on a more feminine characteristic and then more black women taking on a more aggressive masculine uh, uh, um, uh, gender role. That's just as real. And when you have mothers raising young daughters, who are not on code. And again, there's no man there. And I know black women will say, well, where's the man at? Okay, we, we can we can we can address that. But first, let's address the fact that um, because if we can address the man. But 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 what if you were the problem and the man wasn't? So so let's let's just leave that because what we're talking about is generational curses in the perfect world. Yes, the black man and the black woman and the black child are all in the household together. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, we're back in power. We actually got damn lions running around the yard protecting us and, and, and the lions love us and the animal kingdom is in accord with everything and there is no white man out here fucking everything off and we actually have control of the energy sources all on the planet. We're actually controlling all of the oil. Actually, we have cars that are running on the on a solar system. They The cars actually run on the sun, so you don't even have to pay for gas. Yeah, in the perfect world, those things exist. But the reality is, is we live in a world right now where motherfuckers is going out here getting vaxxed. Motherfuckers who aren't getting vaxxed, they're being told that they're the problem, that they're the germ, and that the only solution is sticking a needle in your arm. And then the other side of the world is saying that, yo, uh, it's party time. This is what we on. Get up under this night. If, if you want to catch a man, you need to change your whole looks. You need to go up under the night. You, you need to get your uh, the butt implants and all of that. So the world we live in right now is a world where young girls are being raised in a fashion of not, in many cases, even knowing how to deal with relationships knowing how to get into relationships. They're being raised in a fashion of, well, I watch my mother go out and do this, so I go out and do this. They're being raised in a fashion that they 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 watch and they emulate. Um, they're being raised in a fashion that nobody is telling them that they're beautiful. That's not being reinforced. Nobody is telling them that they're a goddess. That's not being reinforced because they got too many rappers out here calling them bad bitches. And so they're acclimating more to that. They want to be a bad bitch rather than a a decent, uh, uh, an outstanding and authentic goddess. That's the world that we live in. 
where bad bitch is more prevalent and more acceptable. We live in a society where promiscuity is acceptable, that the black woman's temple is no longer the black woman's temple because she has degraded it and we have allowed her to degrade it. We help her in the process of degrading her own temple. And we think that that shit is cool. We live in a society where black men are womanizers. Facts. Where black men are womanizers and don't want to take responsibility. In many cases, not all. Just as I'm not talking about all black women. But generational curses do exist. And if our situation was so good, if our situation was so good, there would be no need for me to do this dream. If our situation was so good, if, if it was so great, we would actually own and operate some shit on this planet that actually means something. If our situation was so great. So obviously the situation is not so motherfucking great, which is why we have to have this conversation. And so if it starts with the family unit, if it starts with the family unit and from out of the family unit, then we start talking to neighbors. Then we start talking to the community. Then we start talking this to the society at large. But it starts with that family unit. And right now we have a family unit being dominated by, by black women who are raising young black girls. And what is that going to look like for the next generation? Wealth and D, you can absolutely cut in when you want. Peace, family, peace. Um, wow, powerful topic, powerful topic. Um, when I when I speak on these topics, um, I draw from my own personal experience um, first, and um, I can speak on 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 how that affected my relationship with me and my queen. Um, we, you know, for those that may not know, you know, um, me and the queen been together 23, 23 years, been married 18. And it has been a, it has been a, uh, it has been an amazing journey with, you know, and, and with any journey, you're going to have your highs and your lows. Um, but my, my, my queen was raised in a household without a male. And she'll admit it to you, um, to this day, you know, she'll tell you. That, that actually, um, a lot of the things that she learned uh, in, in that environment was actually detrimental to our relationship. Uh, things that she just didn't know. Right? Um, she, she grew up watching her mother um, having to do everything because it wasn't a male in the household. Um, but also I think what a male brings to a household too is a sense of... Uh, uh, well, it definitely uh, male in the household definitely brings balance because you know as much as uh, modern day media and society would like to tell us, we we don't function the same. We're equally important, but we have different functions, right? And and you know if if you're trying to function, uh, uh, if you're a male and, and you're trying to function as a female or a female trying to function as a male, then technically that makes you dysfunctional because that's that's not your that's not how you work. You're made to function, right? And um, small things, small things like, uh, and, and big things, but I'll start with this. You know, the fact that as a male, I my voice is, is deep. And when I talk, if I'm passionate, I'm not shouting, 
but because she didn't grow up with a male in the household, she received that as like yelling at her, something small like that. Right? Mm-hmm. Teach. Over time, she came to understand, you know, through therapy and 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 mentorship by other couples that had, you know, more 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 success in marriage and longevity than we did. Um, and and I hope you didn't miss that jewel. You got to be open to coaching from people in a position of more experience, right? Um, mm-hmm. She learned that that's not me shouting at you. There's a difference between me shouting. She's seen me shout at other people, you know what I mean? And she can she can differentiate that difference now. But because she was never exposed to that masculine <laughs> energy growing up, when she when she was when she was was uh, when she was exposed to it in our relationship, she shut down because she didn't know how to deal with. She never she never dealt with that energy. She's never been exposed to it, right? Mm. Um, small things like that. Um, things like things like uh, the man naturally wanting to uh, lead in certain areas. You know what I mean? Um, it's 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 my natural instinct to want to lead from the front, mm-hmm. right? Now that doesn't mean that my wife is behind me. That's 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 not what that means. It's not. See, people leave a negative connotation to that. But yet, still, we'll watch a basketball or we'll watch a sports team, and you understand that there's a captain of the team, mm-hmm. and that's easy to understand. And you understand that the purpose of the captain of the team is to guide the team to victory, so that everybody's on the same page. And everybody on the team has a different function that may perform that function better than the captain themselves. And the captain knows that they're reliant on all of those skill sets for the team to win. You understand? So there's a balance there. But if you're not understanding the dynamic, you're like, oh, well, why should the captain get to do this? Because that's Mm -hmm. a function. That's a function of the captain. Right? Now... Mm -hmm. If you if you take it to to you know football like the funk the quarterback usually leads the team on the field, right? But the quarterback can't do what the wide receiver is going to do. Facts, right? That's their function, but they have to understand each other's function in order for the team to win, right? You know, and 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 you know that I, I think. You know, and, and, and commenting also on, on you know, uh, and, and, and I say I mentioned that because, you know, that's a that's a single mom raising a girl. And she actually she was raising two girls. My wife has a sister. You know what I mean? And in that dynamic, there was a lot of dysfunction because there wasn't a man in the household. They had a, 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 had a lot of relationship issues because there wasn't a man in the household. They had to learn that in life. You know what I mean? And I think that's where a lot of people struggle because everyone thinks that the way that they were raised is the right way because it's what's normal and familiar to you. Right. But there is better ways. There are better ways. You know what I mean? And I think that we just have to be open to coaching because no one knows it all. Just because you're comfortable in your way doesn't mean that that's the best way to do things. You know, sometimes it may make you uncomfortable, but being uncomfortable is a key indicator of growth about to happen or happening. If you're comfortable, you're not growing. Right. And and if you're going to get into a relationship, 
then there is a certain level of growth that you have to go through because it's no longer a one man bandstand. You know what I mean? It's no longer, it's no longer an individual. It, now you got to learn to work as a unit. And, and I think that's, that's, that's one of the key dysfunctions that comes out of single parent um, homes is, is that lack, that, that, that not knowing how to work as a unit, especially when they're, they're, they're both balanced energies in the household, like male and female energies. Well, when you don't have those examples, um, I, and, I, and I would ask any of the ladies, uh, the empresses in the audience who would like to come up, because I would really like to, to get you all involved in this conversation as well, because I want to know what the effect of uh, single mother raising you as a woman with no man in the household. And I think, I, I think, um, wealth, that example is one of the best examples, um, that you could, that one can give just the tone of voice and how it is perceived. Um, the perception of yelling as opposed to the perception of you just being passionate and because you're a man and your wife, not having a man in the household, she, her perception of, of your voice, your tone of voice was different than what it actually was. And I think that, you know, it can be little things like that, that can change the dynamics of the course of a relationship or can change the dynamics of how somebody even views you if they don't get that total overstanding. And uh, D, I would like you to you, you to cut in as well. But if there's any empresses in the audience that would like to come up and talk, uh, you're, you're more than free to because we would definitely like to get your input. But definitely want to talk about the, the, the topic is um, the nature of the topic is navigating the matriarch of the black community and more specifically the effect of single black mother households and the effect that it has on the daughters the effect of single mother house black mother households the effect that it has on their daughters so uh d go ahead i'm sorry peace to the family peace to the gods um peace yeah i I agree um you're right i definitely would like to uh, have some of the queens come speak up uh, I just pulled. Uh, I just pulled Queen Tyreen up on stage. Um, I definitely would like to hear uh, some of the Queen's input on, on exactly what you just said. God. But um, <clears throat> I'll say this: I, uh, anybody that knows me personally, I have a 17 year old daughter, um, and uh, in no way, shape, form, or fashion will I, you know, minimize or take away from the the, the motherhood. You know, the the mothering of her mom but i think there's a common issue that that goes on where you know it's it's difficult for our voices as black men to be heard when it comes to to trying to hold our women accountable for certain things um i think one point to to uh emphasize is that if you ever see somebody with a bodyguard whether it's a celebrity or a politician or whatever that protection and that provision comes with a level of accountability. Um, if you pay attention, the bodyguard is directing the celebrity. What corner to turn, where to go, where not to go. It might hold them back. And I'm not trying to make that completely synonymous with a relationship, but 
the fact does remain that, you know, the nation can only rise as high as its woman. So mm-hmm. our enemy, ever since, you know, Willie Lynch, you know, and, and however long before that, our enemy understands the importance of the, the spiritual guidance of the divine feminine and what that means for the people that uplift that divine feminine. You know what I'm saying? What it means for the people to um, to reside within that. You know, the, the, I mean, the fact remains the, the universe is feminine. Us as men, we come from women um, in every sense of the word. So with that understanding, we know what our role is as men to protect and to provide. Unfortunately, we're in a position where, you know, most of us black men aren't necessarily doing that. But that's not to dismiss the factions of us that are. And the fact that uh, we got to continue multiplying as as masculine men for that to continue to be the case. We can't do that when our men are being feminized by this notion that we're not needed in the household or that. And, and, I, and I say that specifically because in, in real life, those are the things that create these feminine ass men. When you have this notion of the mother, you know, being adamant about I don't need a man. Then you're going to always have the daughter saying, well, shit, I don't want a man. And guess what? You're going to have the son saying, well, shit, I don't want to be a man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so that's the that's the cycle. And, mm. you know, I think that, uh, again, like our enemy, uh, if, if you if you anybody's familiar with the Willie Lynch, you know, they always tried to make the psychological create that stronghold where the women are more inclined to reach or to, or to seek help or support from the establishment, you know, or from the oppressor than, you know, than the white man. And so you're going to see a lot more black women in churches nowadays. You know what I'm saying? You see a lot of, a lot more black women, you know, that are more, um, that kind of have like a, an anti-masculine black male, mentality and i know this is not across the board because you know we're, we're blessed enough to be in contact with queens who don't see it that way you know they recognize what the uh what the position and what the charge and obligation of a king is and they respect those of us who move in that energy but the majority of our women unfortunately don't see the value in that um even this whole conversation about high value men and high value women and all that is it's only superficial um attributes that people are are referring to when they had these conversations. So, um, you know, the reason why I brought up the fact that, you know, I have a 17 year old daughter is because I can see firsthand, you know, as a man who's got some substance and some direction in which I choose to rear my children, how difficult it is um, when the mother is extremely low vibrational, um, ignorant to her own power and her own position as a woman, um, and in turn, completely blind and naive to, you know, the, the nuances that go on in a teenage girl's life, much less have the ability to guide her in the direction that she should go. So I can put all this energy, you know, and all this time and effort into rearing my daughter a certain way. Um, but if that effort is not matched uh, by, by her mother, that you got to understand how important it is for a mother to rear a daughter a certain way out here in this world, you know, especially just knowing how shit is, you know, we know as men, I I know as a man, when I, when I deal with women, I can tell what type of men women are used to dealing with through the woman. Mm. 
they, you know, there's certain things that they may not be able to receive. There's certain things that women might feel like are too good to be true that when they see those attributes in a man, they run from that shit. They run from good men. You know what I mean? Or, or whatever the case is, because, you know, obviously they may not have had that example, but also the fact that uh, uh, women know that a good man comes with accountability. You know what mm. I'm saying? A good man's going to come with structure. A good man's going to come with a plan. A, a, a real man who's really of value is going to come with, you know, masculine energy that's going to try to um, put your abstract strategy into logical play because that's our position as men. You see what I'm saying? And so, mm, if, I, if I know if I know that our if if I know that what we're trying to do as a family is to rear healthy children. You know, if, if at whatever point we're able to establish that understanding, or even if I just stepped up as the leader of this of this unit um, as a man and say, hey, let's 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 raise healthy children. Let's let's have a healthy marriage, you know, whatever the case is. And let's put some things in place so that we can maintain that, um, you know, that uh, standard. Uh, once that agreement is come to, then. Everybody involved has to be held accountable in the sense that, OK, we're, we're going to protect our effort. We're going to protect our agenda and we're not going to allow certain outside entities and energies to, to, you know, disrupt that. Uh, what I find a lot is that, you know, as, as black men, our voice as, as masculine black men, our voice is stifled by this whole idea of, you know, what obviously, you know, they got this whole toxic masculinity term that's going around and, you know, just the demeanor that black men are expected to carry just out in general public is, it's extremely stifling because we can't stand on nothing without, without people jumping back. Like, Oh shit. Like, Whoa. You know, it's a lot of things that if we, if you step up as a man, this, I know a lot of, a, a lot of women see and understand what I'm saying, but for those of y'all who may not, you know, as a black man who, who doesn't move in an effeminate way, this is shit that we deal with all the time to where our voice is always a little bit too loud or if we if we talk a little bit too passionately or we move our hands too much it, the the message is cease, ceases to be received now it's about whoa this 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 energy is too masculine this is a problem you know so just that energy alone kind of creates this thing where the black masculine male alpha voice is stifled by this idea that you know as women we can't really tell you nothing you know what I'm saying? And, and I'm, I'm not one at all to try to control a woman by any means. I mean, anybody that knows me knows my model. I let people do what they want to do so I can see what they rather do. And then I move accordingly. You know what I'm saying? So that it's not even about control or any of that with me. What it's about for me is, you know, if we understand that we want for our people to be on a higher vibration, if, it's on, if, if we understand that we want the next generation of our people to be moving towards the direction of African sovereignty, you know, and liberation for our people, then we understand that there's certain boundaries and, and requirements that come with that. And if we're not on the same accord as black men and women, then that imbalance is forever perpetuated through the way that we're rearing our children. So, of course, brothers need to step up, you know what I'm saying, and, and cease the abuse and all that type of shit. But at the same time, sisters got to recognize the power behind that pussy and who you give it to. Because mm. if, you, if you're giving it to these fuck niggas, which a lot of y'all are, unfortunately... You know, or if, or if you even, or if you're even um, feeding feeding that machine in whatever way, cheering these homosexual men on when they twerking in front of the fucking police. You know what I'm saying? Or, or um, I mean, I can do, I can go down the list. You know what I mean? But again, this is not a 
conversation about bashing black women or anything of that sort. That's not my energy at all. But the fact remains that as black men, you know, the same way that we have to be held accountable for our for our shortcomings, which we are, I'm held accountable for shit that I don't even do. You know, most of us step into a relationship and we're dealing with the last nigga problems. You know what I'm saying? We, we as, a, as a black for real. And you feel that shit. When you step into a relationship where you're trying to get to know somebody, you can feel that she's responding to the last person's mistakes in her response to me. You know what I'm saying? And so all of those things, like just the fact that with healing, with protection, with rearing healthy families and children and all of that becomes um, a requirement for a level of self-awareness and self-accountability. And if you fail in your self-accountability to at least allow your counterpart, which is us, the masculine black men, you have to allow us to lead and, and, and at least be that balance that, that we need. The same way that we have to do so for you. When a woman tells me something, I tap the fuck in. If a woman tells me, yo, dude, I'm kind of feeling like ah, maybe you want to look at this or consider that and blah, blah, blah. I know what the role of a black woman means to me as a man and how how necessary it is for me to receive those messages through my black woman. All, all I ask as a black man is that that same energy be, reinter- be, be uh, uh, reciprocated so that when I notice that, hey, you know, our black women are kind of wilding out, you know what I'm saying, in terms of the, the, the like, like the situation with the women twerking in the restaurant or, you know, whatever, not, not even to be specific about whatever circumstances, but we all know what's going on, you know what I'm saying, not just in, in popular culture, but, you know, we see what's happening with our young girls, you know, so of course, you know, I, I'm quick to pull a, a young black man up by his collar and, and let him know what it is, you know what I'm saying, I'm used to doing that, I'm used to having those conversations, but one thing that we don't have enough is conversations around how to redirect the energy of some of our women. So I'm all for this conversation. Yeah. Um, D I, I wanted, I wanted to reiterate too, um, as we move through the room, uh, this, um, I didn't want this conversation to be superficial, which is why I said at the start that anybody who thinks or is thin skinned and thinks that they will get offended, they should leave the room because I don't think that we should tiptoe around the subject. Um, the, the the greatest healing is going to come from the greatest truth and the greatest the greatest hits the greatest gut shots um that's when the greatest healing actually starts so if you can't take gut shots um really a Yurima Karama room is not a room to be in because we're going to we're going to keep shit real and D, when you talked about the power of the pussy <laughs> and no I'm not I'm not getting on no freak shit but um who that woman gives that pussy to is very key, uh, especially when we start talking about sex, S-E-X, sexual energy exchange. It's an exchange, um, sexual energy exchange. And so when we start, when we, when we go down the rabbit hole of single mother households <laughs> and, you know, when we start talking about sexual energy exchange, is a woman, is she settling? Is she just, you know, she thinks that this is a good dude. Is her discernment on? Is it off? Um, do they choose wisely? Do they choose unwisely? Um, when we start talking about sexual energy exchange, we're talking about not only the sexual energy exchange of the two people involved in the, in the sexual intercourse itself, but we're talking about all the energy that they carry that they have yet to cleanse from everybody that they have been with prior. 
So in that exchange, in that exchange, not only is that energy exchange, there can be spells cast, there can be all sorts of things that come along with that exchange. And it might, it, Jezebel Vasquez, it might sound funny, but it's, it's, this is real shit. This is real shit. See people out here giving up dick and pussy and not realizing that this, who you sleeping with, they bringing some shit with them and you potentially bringing some shit with you if you're not conscious. And then a child gets born out of this, out of, out of this union. The dude don't stay because your discernment. You didn't use any. So the dude don't, he moves on. So now you left to raise, you left to raise these seeds or this seed. And in certain households, we got to keep that shit real in certain households where you got the mom who's got five different children by five different babies' fathers. What is the daughter in those households? How is she? viewing the mom because she don't have a man to emulate the only man that she's got to emulate is the fact that her mother is bringing home men or maybe not bringing home men she's just ended up pregnant and boom so what does she the only person she has to emulate is her mother that's who she's emulating she's not seeing good positive men but she does know that she's got four that she's got four siblings by four different fathers this is the shit that we got to talk about, man. And no matter how hurtful that shit is, no matter how painful, no matter how offended somebody gets, this is real shit because what we're talking about is generational curses. And they have set up the matriarchy in the black community. The Europeans have set that up. It is that we have had a black matriarchy. It's been here, but not to the extent that it is now. Where the black man is totally excluded. Yes, you can have a black matriarchy with the black man in the household. That's facts. We've done it. But they have set up a system. They have put a system in place where that black matriarchy exists. And they want the black woman to say, and she has said, I don't need no man. And D, you put it so prolifically. Well, now, now the daughter is saying, the mom said, I don't need a man. The daughter's saying, I don't want a man. The son saying, I don't even want to be a man. So if we're talking about 50, 100, 150, 200, 300 years from now, and you have though that generationally, it gets worse if we don't talk about it, if we don't do anything to stimmy it, it gets worse. See, see, I'm a guy that's worried about after I'm after I'm gone. I'm the guy that's worried about the footprints in in the sand. What what I leave here. I'm 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 that guy. I'm not the guy that's ah fuck it when I'm dead. It's you know, I, I know I know I know black families. I talk to black insurance brokers and they talk about black families that come in and they're talking about life insurance. And the black family is like, what would I want life insurance for? Like, uh, after I'm gone, you know, that's like, what do I need life insurance for my children for? Like, I'm not thinking like that. I'm thinking like, after I'm gone, I want our, our community. I want our tribe. I want our black nation to build, to continue to build, to continue to be move progressively forward and be successful and take this bitch back. If I can't see it in my lifetime. But when we start talking about these generational curses and we start talking about the family unit the way it is right now, it's not a real family unit. 
Tareen, do you want to cut in, Empress? And I saw you going well, but let Tareen in. Let the Empress go. Peace, family. Um, Peace. Yes, this is this is the much needed conversation. Um, I love that we're having this conversation um, because I have two daughters. I'm a single mother, and you know, we there was a point where um, I was in the same household as their father, and there is a major difference, you know, that I've noticed and I see every day with them not living with their father anymore, especially in their behavior. Um, and even with the amount of discipline, it's like now it's like double, triple the discipline, you know, as opposed to when the father wasn't at home, you know, there was things that he has taken care of. So not only that, just I didn't grow up with my father being in the household either. So I understand the different behaviors that women have out here. And it's, it's, it's sad, but at the same time, we do have to be aware of these things. That's why these type of conversations are important for women who aren't aware to really understand like what we're talking about, because it's a lot of, it's a lot of power, you know, being destroyed and being taken away from the man, you know, through us with the way that we treat them, you know, the way that we project our stereotypes of the different type of men that we want in our lives. You know, um, a lot of times that happened and we get caught up in situations where it totally was detrimental to our lives, you know, literally. And it's just an ongoing, just bad cycle that's going on right now. But it's just good to, you know, be aware. That's like the most important thing is to be aware of these type of things so that we won't act out on impulses like the way that women do men when it comes to breakups, you know, how they do separate their children. Like, even though I'm not together with my children's father, at the end of the day, I do know it's important for their father to be in their lives. So I make it my effort, even if he doesn't, you know, reach out to see them like, hey, are you going to see your child? You know, are you going to see your children? You know, I'm all I'm constantly talking to my daughter. Hey, do you want to see your dad this week? You talk to your dad. So so on and so forth, because I understand the importance of having your father, you know, in your life. And it's a shame that some women really think that they can do it on their own and raise their children, you know, without the father being around. You know, it's it's, it's not fair, you know, especially when you have a father that does want to be in their children's lives, you know, and some of us make it harder for them, you know, by not telling them everything that's going on with our children. You know, we feel as though oh, they're living their lives over there and I'm living my life over here, but we're forgetting the fact that at the same time we are co-parenting and we're raising children together. So everything should be put on the table when it concerns the children, you know? And, um, and yeah, again, like I said, self-awareness, being aware of, of all these things is, is very important in these times because we have to be able to control our behaviors, you know, and control our impulses. And that's all I have to say. Thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, uh, Empress uh, Tareen. I, we had uh, Empress over here on IG, but I think she got off. Uh, if you want to come back, uh, Akebulan, Abala, Yala, please, please, um, I'll get you back on. Um, yeah, I appreciate that. Are you in? Yes. 
Well, I was—I just wanted to say because I noticed uh, the, the queen that was actually about to come up, but hopefully she does come up, especially if she can um, hear me right now. Because I noticed I'm on IG too, just kind of tuned into the um, to the commentary and stuff up there. And uh, the sister mentioned something. She said, "Bad experiences in relationships create women that are dismissive of relationships, and right and rightfully so." Um, I hope, I hope she can tap back in, but I kind of wanted to kind of look at that statement and see what, what the, what the family uh, thought about that notion that, you know, bad experiences and bad relationships rightfully make women um, skeptical of relationships in general. She said she's having connection issues, um, D, but um, hopefully she can get them fixed. Okay. Respect. Okay. Respect. Respect. Um, so I don't want, I don't want to do too much without her ability to, to, uh, to respond, but I just wanted to kind of speak to that notion because, you know, what I try to do myself, because I, most of us have had some type of traumatic experiences, um, not even to get into, you know, uh, uh, sexual trauma and things like that. But just generally speaking, when it comes to relationships, um, you know, having been hurt before, having, you know, rough breakups, as people cheating on you, or doing you dirty and things of that nature. What I try to do myself is, for one, practice the self-awareness to try to be introspective enough to understand what it was about me that attracted or continues to attract certain types of energies and certain types of relationships um, because every up, is a reflection of, okay, that's a bad, that's a bad. I, I'll let the queen speak. Keep that thought. Are you on a Kebulon? Hello? Yes, we can hear you. Peace. All right, my name is Bella. I'm sorry, peace. Um, nice to speak with you guys tonight. Um, well, I was just saying that because I, I have, most of my family is women. And uh, so most of my life, I saw the women in my family being faithful, being doing all the right things, and just really just getting mistreated and dogged. And, you know, and, and we have some of the most beautiful women in our family, so it's not about looks. It's not about, you know, all the things that you're doing right and being faithful. And what is it about? You know, what, you know, what are you uh, – I, I began to think as a child, what are you men looking for? And while I didn't really have um, – I grew up mostly with my grandmother, and we. Uh, my grandfather uh, did not live there, but he had a key, and he came and went as he pleased. And uh, but he took care of the household, you know, money wise. Um, but I, I think, but you know, I think that it uh, affected me in a way that I began to feel that you know men don't want the woman who's. Uh, Doing all those good things, and that's when that's when, and as I've grown up, I've seen that as you know with my good friends as well. Um, I've got girlfriends that I mean go out of their way, cooking lavish meals and you know uh, prepping and you know keeping themselves up in the gym or whatever, and they're still not able to you know have a good relationship. I mean, they, and they seem like beautiful people to me. You know, good personalities, good jobs, um, good mothers. Uh, so, it, and, and then um, at the top of the um, uh, the live, I heard Yurima uh, uh, Karama saying that you know the bad, about the bad bitches. Well, I don't. I don't I, I'm 50 years old. Um, so, and I don't think I'm really too out of touch. I'm a young 50 as far as you know, like with the music I listen to, and you know, I feel like I'm one of those people who can relate to, to just about any any age group. Um, so I don't see the bad bitches. I don't. I don't. I live in Kansas City, so I mean. I'm quite sure there's some here. It's just that it doesn't seem like that kind of behavior is prevalent, mirror prevalent 
uh, in the community that I see. I do see a lot of the men uh, trying to be a pimp, trying to be uh, living a rap song. You know, they want all the women, especially because there's so few um, men here to, you know, to man to woman ratio. So there's so many women, so little time. And they're trying to spread themselves thin to get to them all. So, um, anyway, so that's where I, the comment came from about, you know, relationship wise, you know. So after a while, you know, women make it to the point where they say, you know, I don't, I don't. I don't need a man. Well, maybe they're just saying, I don't want to deal with the, the, the bullshit. Because, like, I, and I'll say this now, I'll let you all speak. My grandmother, i never forget, you know, she's, uh, she's in her 70s at the time. And I was, grandmother, don't you ever want to remarry? She said, oh, no. And she got to telling me all of her relationships and issues, how she was beaten and abused and the things that she went through. Um, and she's like, no, I'm the happiest I've ever been, you know. Uh, so, and that, and so, I feel like if she had had a good relationship, if she had uh, some good memories of the men in her life, maybe she would want a man. So I, I think that that's, that statement is unfair, and I hear it all the time. And I know it came from that lady on Donahue. I can't remember her name, Muslim lady. Uh, but I don't think, I think that when women get to that point, it's because of the things they've been through, not just because they think that they can do it all on their own and they just don't want a man. You want a man, but you want a good man. Okay, um, all I had to say. Thank, thank, thanks, Akebulan. Uh, don't go yet because I got a couple questions. Uh, one being, um, so when we talk about when we talk about uh, ratio of men to women, you're in Kansas City, um, and when we and we so so we know that different places around the country the the ratios change. Um, it might be unbalanced there, but there might be some states where it's actually a little bit more balanced. I don't want to key in on that as so much as um, is there a possibility because because. And, and you and I, we, we, we've, we've talked before uh, years ago, Empress, so, um, uh -huh. yeah, 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 many years ago. But we never, I most of the time on this topic, but yeah. Right, right. <laughs> but, but, so, so if I didn't, let's, let's say I'm not Yurima Karama and I'm a person listening in. If I'm just a person listening in, what I just heard you say is that there are absolutely no good, I mean, this is my interpretation. This is no. my perception. I'm hearing that you say that your whole family, you got a family full of women, they haven't met one good black dude. There's just no good black men out here. Okay. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I really don't want to know. I don't want to put that out there because i got a good man, you know. We've been together in 20 years. In fact, I will tell you that I've only had one bad relationship, just one, you know. And okay. so uh, I, I can't say that there aren't, but, but this is what I'll say. And this is going to, unlike me, uh, uh, on the side of, on the men's side, because something that you're calling you know, the other caller that's on, what's his name? I'm sorry. Who, D? The other guy, D. Okay, what he was saying. Uh, like, I do think that there are a lot of women that don't want a good man. I will say that, that I have some male friends that are good guys, and they cannot find a woman because mm -hmm. I, and I don't know, and I don't know about, I don't know if it's that women get so conditioned with a certain kind of man or if they just don't want a good guy. I'm, I'm not really sure. I thought because of my upbringing, because of what I saw, I choose, I tended to choose and pick a man differently. And when it comes to a masculine man, I gotta have it. You know, I, I gotta have a man who's, I gotta have that deep voice. I gotta have, you know, all the things that come with, you know, he's gotta be rough and rugged and, you know, that that's the kind of man I'm looking for. But that, but that doesn't mean that, a you know, a softer guy can't be a good, you know, uh, made for for someone, but my some of my girlfriends who would complain about 
being beaten and abused, um, I introduced them um, to a friend of mine who's, who's a great guy, as far as I know. Um, he's too nice. Mm-hmm. You know, I, good guys get that. He's too nice. He's too nice. Uh, so, you know, that. I, so, I, yeah, I don't want to, to, to put out there that there are no good guys. But I think part of the problem is that a lot of our men are in prison. You know, and then we have we have we have a lot of outside forces. There are pages that are, are I believe, government uh, paid pages that are dedicated to causing dissension in our communities. Facts. Um, that are, yeah, and I have also you know there's paid trolls that you know want to control our narrative constantly. We really need our own platforms, but not that they can't come there too. But you know. Um, so we have a lot of forces on the outside causing problems, mm. you know, for us. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for that, Empress. Uh, D, go ahead. I know you want to cut in. Yeah, um, I appreciate the Queen, um, uh, you know, further, um, you know, explaining her position or whatever. Um, I completely get it. You know, like I said, um, I have I have noticed through the women how how brothers are and you know obviously as men you know we're we're around other men in those spaces where there aren't women to to balance the conversation and so I, i've i've heard and seen it all you know what i mean but i i tend to look at it like this um whenever the sister said you know that uh, you know that some like there's, there's brothers that might be considered too nice and things like that. Um, the like the the damage that that and I'm not I'm not speaking to to the queen specifically about that because I know that's not her her position. But the damage that that mentality brings to our community is extremely extremely dangerous because there was a time when yeah. being wholesome being wholesome was cool. You know what I'm saying? Niggas wasn't trying to be hard. You know what I'm saying? And again, not not to speak directly to the queen, but niggas wasn't trying to be roughnecks. You know what I'm saying? We wanted to be smooth and cool and flashy and you know what i mean just just to embody right. our greatness and to flourish out here you know what i mean and so right. i get how this how the culture shifted over time especially considering you know the hip-hop the, the damage that was done to the hip-hop community and things like that but this is the notion that i that that i want to emphasize that um as conscious people we have to take a, we have to take the charge and the understanding and the the, the compassion for our people that nobody else in the world will ever accept um i mean that in the sense that you know when i step outside of my house i know that there's a lot of degenerate behavior going on you know what i'm saying i know that there's a lot of people matter of fact i'm I'm the only person within my at least that i know of within a, a few mile radius that operates the way that i do you know what i'm saying and i mean all the brothers that i see all the sisters that i engage and interact with day to day i mean in real life in my neighborhood and in the city you know, it's, it's a whole lot of unconscious, ignorant behavior going on. But I know, I know that the type of queen that carries the types of virtues that I respect and that I value, I know that they exist. I know that they exist. And as long as I know that they exist, I can never lose hope in the idea that, you know, that those connections can be made, that I can, that I can vibrate on a frequency that will attract that type of energy into my space. So I think that that's that's kind of something that we all have to. Can y'all hear me good? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think that's 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 kind of we we kind of all have to we have to navigate the world that way because 
we most of us come from a situation where we we weren't conscious at one point. We, most of us were trapped into some type of religion, some type of school of thought that was detrimental to our um, indigenous frame of mind, you know. And coming out of that, we got to understand like what parts of that still kind of resonate within our spirits and cause us to gravitate towards certain energies. I'm going I'm to clarify exactly what I mean by that. Um, if you were to, you know, look at either Christianity or Islam or, you know, um, Judaism and these, you know, these, these new world religions, it always, the, the genesis of these religions is always the woman being the cause of the fall of men, you know, and, and childbirth being, you know, a curse to the women for being the cause of the fall of men. And so there's like this subconscious underwritten code within the psyche of the Western world that women are just automatically wrong just for being women. Right. And, and that that on top of the whole Willie Lynch thing and, you know, the, the way that uh, black families have been torn apart by way of the attack on the black man. Um, and then, you know, in some ways, like again, for those who are familiar with Willie Lynch, in a lot of ways, they say, let's give black women a leg up. And, and put it and put our foot on the neck of the black man and teach the black women to rely on us because the black man can't do shit with our foot on his neck. You see what I'm saying? And so as long as they perpetuated that and then at the same time have this Western world mentality that, you know, the woman is lesser than and the woman's only role is to be a helpmate to the man and things of that nature, then we lose all value for that that balanced exchange between the divine masculine and divine feminine. So rather than That's women exactly. feeling like my role as a woman, for, for women that had a mentality that, oh, my role as a woman is to make sure I, I cook good for the man, I look good for the man, you know what I'm saying, and I, and, I, and, I, and I juke good for the man, you know what I'm saying? As long as I do those three things, then I, I'm going to get all of this other stuff in return, and he's going to be the man that I need him to be as long as I just, you know, do these superficial things right here. You know, if I just put the long enough eyelashes on and shake my ass good enough and that's all a man needs because he's sex driven anyway. So that's all, you know, we got to understand like, no, no, men who are trying to operate in their divine masculine, those aren't the the primary requirements that we look for. You see what I'm saying? So what you're going to draw by that being your standard as to what it means to be a good woman, you're going to draw those superficial minded men who don't know what it means to be a masculine man. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? What 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 we value as masculine men, or it's just or it's just men who got their mind on straight. Period. In terms of consciousness and where they want to go with, you know, leaving a legacy and, and building a family and a nation, we seek, you know, balance in your femininity as a woman. You know, what I'm saying like the, the real value that comes in what it means to be to operate within a divine feminine. Like those are the things that we look for, and it's not necessarily just in you cooking or just in you looking good. You know, there's there's a certain uh, there's a certain energy that um, that attracts that type of that type of man who is willing to pr- to protect and provide for that type of woman. Um, I think that uh, usually the circles that that type of man exists in certain superficial women would never enter those circles because those guys are too nice. If I was to say, you know, peace queen, how you doing? I'm a hotel nigga. You know mm. what I'm saying? If I, if I was to, you know, in any type of position like that, you know, Oh, come on, sister. Like, come on, you ain't got to show your body like that. Nigga, you a clown. Shut your bitch ass up, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And so it's, it's, it's that cycle right there because 
I don't know. I just I feel like the 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 way that the world generally is trying to rear women is to believe that all of these super things, superficial things, are what provide them value, and their equal value of a man is somebody who makes enough money to afford to keep them looking as good as they do. You see what I'm saying? So it's the imbalance in value and not understanding, you know, what the real value of a masculine man is and what the real value of a truly feminine woman is. Well, I think I think, too. Um, and then we want to get to you, Asia, Michelle, uh, over here on IG. Um, I think, too, is 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 um, you hit on it, D. What are because we draw to us. We draw. And so nobody's in your video unless you've drawn that person to your video. And so even, you know, I, I, it, it's a mindset, even with the, you know, the, the nice guy. Oh, you're too nice. Um, and I know so many black men that get, that have gotten that. I've gotten that when I was when I was much younger, like, oh, he's just too nice. And it's like, um, first, first of all, I'm not nice because that that equates to ignorant uh, in, a, in a real definitional term. So, no, I'm not too nice. But um, so so we're definitely not ignorant, but they don't they don't recognize that when they when they box in like that, um, there's a certain type of caliber of man that they are specifically drawing to them. And that's the part that they don't get. And so you have to talk in a certain lingo. You have to act a certain way. Um, you might have to be in certain environments to be considered that, that thug or hardcore type of person. And then when the shit goes bad five, six, seven times in five, six, seven different relationships, now it's ain't no good men out here. And, 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 but, but at the same time, at the same time, there has been a draw and what you can usually tell is there's a pattern. I'm a guy, I look at, I I watch patterns. I look at patterns and there's usually a pattern to the draw of the man. If you just look closely at each one of their relationships, you'll see they draw the same type. Uh-huh. And so as long as they're not going to look outside that box, they're going to keep because because the draw is the draw is on the physical realm. You can see the draw, but there's a spiritual side to this, too. And what the spirit says, what the spiritual side says is that until you get this right, until you get this right and you work on yourself, you're going to continue, continue to draw this type of per, this type of man. And with men, it's the same thing. Until you get this right and take a look at yourself, you're going to continue to draw this type of woman. They're going to come in different. They're going to come with a different look. They're going to come in a different body. But the characteristics and personalities, there's going to be similarities. And you have to recognize the pattern if you choose to break it, especially if it's a pattern that's not working for you. So, um, go go ahead, Akebulon. Then I want to get Asia Michelle on. She's next. Okay, well, it's just a, a short comment. I think that, um, well, I know personally, I, personally, I can say I draw some clowns, too. I, I, I did. Mm. But I, I think it's, it's all in the choosing. And and I know the guy, you guys are probably not going to like what I'm going to say, but I always looked for a man who didn't come, you know, with his hand out. He came, you know, trying to, you know, offer something. And um, I know that a lot of times you men don't like that. You don't want a woman who wants this or wants that. But I do think that it's kind of in our DNA to look for a provider. It is in our DNA to look, you know, and, and, and my husband 
my um no man that I've ever dated has been white collar or or rich, you know. And I, I've had rich men approach me, but they didn't have the right energy. Uh, they're mostly blue, blue collar. Um, you know, I my, I got a policeman, a, a fireman, and my current husband. You know, I've been married. Okay. For a while. Current husband is works for Ford, so hmm. uh, so the past relationships, uh, you know, was you know blue, blue collar men. So they you know not rich, but they that definitely came trying to you know, let me know that they had something to offer that, you know, to me, that's a man that's looking for a relationship. That's a man that, you know, he shows that he has uh, what it takes to, you know, to be a, a good man, you know, so he's looking out for me, uh, you know, out the gate, you know, so, um, so where a lot of women don't really know, I believe, don't know what to look for. They've been beaten and abused so much. I will say that I am, I, I don't believe that we should beat up on those sisters too much because I think that that's all they've seen. So that's all they know. And so I think that they're subconsciously choosing these men. You know, I don't think it's a conscious decision or a conscious thing, even though some of them do say the too nice thing. Maybe they just don't know how to respond to anything else. Oh, but go ahead um, for the next caller. No, I, I think so. First of all, you said nothing wrong. We would I would never get offended by that. Um, but on the flip side, Empress, is I've been in situations personally myself where you bring the table and because because you mentioned, you know, uh, women always, don't always want to do what they hand out. There are some of us right. that bring the we bring the whole table. We bring the whole table and have that motherfucker packed. And then the woman's excuse is, oh, this is too big of a game for me. Let me get back on the sidelines. See, that's the other side of it. When the dude is bringing something. And the woman then realizes, oh, oh, he's on top of his game. Or then you got the other part where the dude is bringing something. And then the woman's like, ah, I've been, she's been independent so long. She doesn't want to relinquish. Because there's a certain submissive part to this, too. Because a man, there's an order to things. And real men understand that there's an order to things. There's an order to this. There are non-negotiables. Their standards, all of that comes with it. So sometimes she doesn't want to relinquish her independence because now that is going to that that word that that a lot of women hate outside of accountability. The second word most women hate is submission. They look at it as something negative. And if she thinks that she has to submit anything. Because she's been brainwashed into believing that submission is a negative word. So if she thinks she has to submit anything and the dude is bringing the table, she'll leave that table right where it's laying, keep it moving and say, uh, no, I'm going to keep my independence over here. So that's the flip side. (laughs) What is is submission? Because I don't think I'm the submissive type. And like I said, I've never had a bad relationship. Now, I haven't stayed in the same relationship, but, but I left for you know, a reason or other. And, you know, so, and, but this last one is 20 years in 20, Mm -hmm. more than 20 years in. So I will say that I I need to know what submission, because I I, I don't, I've never been a submissive type ever, but I get everyone. Do do you allow your husband to lead? Because you said, you said you, you said you like a masculine, you said you like a masculine type. Um, I do, but he's, he's strong. He's so strong that he is not, he doesn't, you know, my strength doesn't offend him because at the end, I mean, he's a, he's a physically, even he's 50, 50, almost 55 years old. He doesn't work out. But he's a big buff guy. 
being a physically strong man, a mentally strong man, he knows who he is. He knows, so he's not he's not threatened by my strength. Mm-hmm. And so but, he's, but I was saying, so he submitted too, because submission goes both ways. <laughs> so he submitted too. Right, right. Submission goes both ways. I can get with that. I, I could. I, I it may, and and only thing I will say that I, you know, maybe there are certain things that I know he knows more about. You know, so I, you know, I take the back seat there, and like, you know, like when we're our approach to parenting. That's submission. Have, you yeah, take the back seat. Oh, go ahead. Right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. I'm done. I'm, I'm... No, so, so, so you just mentioned two areas right there. So on the things that he, on the things that he's good at, you take the back seat. You let him lead on the things that you're good at. He takes the back seat and lets you lead. That's submission. It's that simple. He's not trying to get in your lane on things. If you're the one that is, if you're the one that's great at economics, you're the one I want handling the money. <laughs> if I, if that's not my lane, and if I'm the one that's great on uh, uh, um, something else, you're you're allowing me to do that because that's my that's that's my lane. So, um, can I can I just I think a lot of time? Uh, can I can real, I just real real, real quick ahead. wealth? Let let um, Asia then 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 it'll be on you, wealth. All right. Asia Michelle was good. Hey, um, so I'm big on accountability, right? So she was, um, okay, not her, all of you. You talk about people getting into, like, toxic relationships, and my thing is, right, you, you get a red flag. If you continue to be with that person and you already gotten a red flag, then you have to admit that you were wrong for getting into that relationship even though that person might have been you know the toxic one or whatever they came with so um a lot of people saying like oh it's not good girls they don't want to submit it is good women i mean you might not like how she look so um like i'm just yeah i'm just with accountability like you got to take accountability accountable you got to take accountability for what you accepted from that person. And not that. So, so, so when we talk about accountability, um, Asia, and I, I, um, I've, I've said it before, and, and I have no problem saying it. Um, and th- again, this is not all black women. So, so I would hope that not all black women take it because I'm being very, very case specific. But there are black women out here and I've, I've made this statement before and I'll say it again. We as black men will have an easier time getting a black man off of death row in the state of Louisiana than some black women being accountable, admitting that they were wrong about anything. And I, I mean, I, I can't go back on that statement because we see it on a daily we see it on the daily. In, in many cases, the black, again, not all black women, but there are a great deal of black women who have teamed up with the white man to say that everything is the black man's fault. Even within the black community, you will have women say that, well, it's the black man's fault. Like I have, like, because I have these five children with five different men, those five men, it's their fault because they should have taken care of their responsibility. Like, like it's the most insane. You have to, at some point, you have to say, wait a minute, where was your level of discernment? Where was your level of choosing? At some point, you have to say, how did you allow the third guy to get you pregnant? A, a third different guy. I mean, so, it, it, but you have women. I talk to them. 
I talk to them and the talks are very short because they will not take accountability for anything, period. And so if you're a woman that takes accountability, I think that's great. But there are many out here that they're they're their level of they're not taking any accountability. Everything is our fault. And I even teach young black men like, yo, when you enter a room, just automatically say it's your fault to kill the air in the room. Just start it off. Everything is your fault. So then you can get on with the conversation because that's where the blame is going to be placed anyway. It's, it won't be no. Look, if I'm saying I'm sorry and you can't say that you're sorry and you have played a part, then we don't need to talk because I'm not a, I'm not going to keep going through this. I don't know why my ear is stuffed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to keep going through this every situation that we have where we're getting, you know, getting into it because everybody's human. You're going to have a conflict with somebody. But if you can't admit that you're wrong, then we, we have nothing to talk about. Okay, I get that. But what if you were the only one that was wrong? I'm gonna, I'm gonna correct my my wrong. Yeah. Okay. But no, it's like you telling the guy, okay, just say sorry, but she, but she, give her the pass and just say sorry, and the situation will never be ended. You know, like you will feel the guy will feel some type of way about you know the situation, even though he had to apologize and you know to get the situation closed, but he's still in the back of his mind. He feels some type of way about it. that's true but 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 let's let's be real asia men chase but you all do the choosing yeah men, that's what I, said. I didn't know myself i would choose the first man that came to me okay yeah yeah <laughs> facts facts <laughs> facts we appreciate you uh wealth you wanted to yeah to um family family there's so much to unpack in this conversation and i and i'm listening to it and 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 uh, at this point in time, I'm grateful that we that, that my personal journey, me and my queen's journey, we we've we've encountered a lot of this dysfunction that's being talked about. Um, let's talk. I'll start with the word submission. Right? Submission is not submission if you only submit when you feel like you're right. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's not submission. That's you going along with something that you already agree with. And in some cases, yeah, that 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 works. But what about the times when you don't agree? See, this is where allowing your king to lead comes in, allowing him to step into his manhood. Like it doesn't mean that 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 leader is going to make the, the perfect decision every time. But you allow him. I mean, with wise counsel, of course. 
right? Because I, I value my queen's counsel, right? Because I know that when she's giving me feedback, that's for the benefit of the family. But at the same time, we had to grow to a point where th there's some times where she may not agree with whatever decision it might be. Right. And it's, it's in those times are few and far in between now. But early in our relationship, if she didn't agree, then that's that's a back and forth battle right there. Right. And I don't think a lot of women understand the nature of a man because they did not. They were not exposed to a man in childhood. So they don't understand how that dynamic works. Right. A man needs to lead. And if you want to start, I mean, I feel like we starting at the fruit and not and, and, and not the root. The root is, is when you look at the what causes these these. I know someone mentioned it earlier. These dudes that want to be pimps or these guys that, that are not bringing anything to the table. Right. The same root causes those 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 same two circumstances. Right. Let's look at what Yurima mentioned earlier. And I've seen this and I've even experienced this to a certain level in my childhood. And there are two extremes to this. But growing up with a single mother, right? Many times the single mother will treat the son like he's her king. You'll hear it in the verbiage. Oh, this is my little king. That's wrong. He's not a king yet. He may be a prince, but he's not a king yet. All right. You're not submitting to him and they will treat that boy as if that boy is their man. Mm. Like if he's providing that manly protection and, 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 and providing for the family, they're treating him doing that and he's not doing that. Right. So what you end up having is a boy who never learns to step into his manhood and take responsibility and accountability. So what did you prep that boy for? If you look at pimps, pimps want to sit back all day and have the women go out and do all the work. Kind of like how most of them grew up where the mother was going out and providing, providing, providing and never put any expectations on him to step up into his manhood. Right. And I oh. think there's a, there's a strong difference between a nice guy and a doormat because that's the other extreme. The other extreme is that a young mm. boy growing up in, an, in, a, in a household with a single mom that's overly aggressive, she will smother his manhood, absolutely smother it to where she dominates the heck out of him. And he grows up with that same dysfunctional dynamic. So now he thinks, all right, I'm, I just have to do whatever makes her happy instead of doing what needs to be done. Right. Mm. So women instinctively are turned off by that because you're not appealing to their feminine nature. They need you to step up, lead, provide and mm. secure. But that has been broken out of him in that environment that he grew up in. So there are a lot of women. Oh, I, I don't like him if he's too nice, which, which that's not really nice. That's a guy that's been broken and he doesn't know how to step into his manhood. He thinks that being a good guy is placating to every wish of his female. That's mm. not that's not manhood. All right. So the same situation births those same two characters. Right. And and and. And, 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 I, and, and I hope you're listening to the message because the, 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 the message is really that we can identify where these problems are starting. And if you can see it at the root, you can change it at the root. Now, like I, like I started off saying, submission, and I agree with you, 
it leaves a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth because that means you have to actually trust and give up your sovereignty. Mm. Teach wealth. And most women are adverse to that because they never saw it happen. They've never been exposed to it. There's a fear attached to the unknown. Oh, my God. What if I give up my sovereignty and he don't do it right? So I got to hold on to a piece of my sovereignty. Now, put that on a team. Right. Compare that to a team because that's what a relationship to become one. Now, that's a team. So a team has a captain, a leader, because if you don't have a leader in a team, what you have is chaos and you can't accomplish much out of chaos because everybody trying to be the leader, you're going to get nowhere. Right. So when it comes to a team, once the captain makes a decision like it or not, the team follows that decision. If not, the team loses as a whole now it may not always be the win and play and that can be discussed in the after action and if you have a good then he's going to listen to the after action of his team because he can't win without his team he's not a one-man bandstand the same way me as a husband i know that i can't win by myself inside of a team i can be outside of a team and win by myself but inside of a team i can't win by myself i need the team's help to, to win Right. But as the leader, I also there's going to come times where, you know what, I've heard the input and this is not the majority of times. Majority of times I listen to the input and my wife, she she, you know, that feminine energy, she can see things that I'm blind to. All right, babe, you know what? That's a good point. I didn't think of that. Let me re-strategize. But there's sometimes when I'm like, okay, I hear you, but I don't agree with that. So this is the way we're going to go. And we only started seeing massive success in life and happiness in our relationship and my wife i wish she was up right now to 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 to, to share from her point of view because she would let you know when she gave up that need for sovereignty it brought peace to her in our relationship and that peace to her enhanced her feminine energy right so she allowed me to step into my manhood my leadership position in the family Right. And a man experiencing that type of responsibility, a real man, the last thing he wants to do is disappoint the team. He doesn't want to disappoint his queen, his kids. He doesn't want to fail for them. So that man is going to be inspired to go harder to win for the family. Right. Well, so I, I, there's so much that that just needed to be unpacked there. And I didn't touch on all of it, but I, I'm going to pause and allow other people to speak. No, Wealth, I want you to uh, come back. I want to get to OTW, too, but then get back to you, and then we'll get to Emin. But I got to clarify something. Uh, Akebulon, um says, women being blamed for being single mothers is wrong. The system we are under leaves women trying to do the best they can with the scraps given. Um, I, I have to clarify, uh, Akebulon, and and I, I love you, Empress, uh, and I, I love what you had to say, but please don't don't. That that is a total misinterpretation on your part of what this what this platform is about. Um, And I will take ownership for what I have said, but I don't know of anybody on here that has said any or has blamed single mothers for being single mothers. What I said particularly is that if there is a single mother with five, five different children by five different babies, fathers. There has to come a point where she takes some responsibility and takes the onus herself for her poor judgment in picking men. That's what I said. 
But nobody is blaming single mothers for being single mothers. As a matter of fact, if you overstand the system of white racism, it's working exactly the way it was fucking designed to work. So there's a reason for for single mothers uh, 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 being single mothers in this system. And, and, and a lot of it is not our doing. A lot of this is by design. I had to clarify that because I don't like misinterpretation and I don't like uh, uh, misrepresentation of of what of what we're actually talking about on this subject because I know it's a I know it's a touchy subject with a lot of people and that's why I said if you're if people's feelings are going to get hurt they 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 should have left the room early I, I said it th- that at the start I want to get the uh, Empress up here I love this Empress Cindy uh, OTW tube uh, what do you got to add Empress Thank you I want to say there's no I in team the brothers right. Intentions. Intentions is everything. And if you're coming into a relationship thinking, what the fuck am I going to get? You're not going to get dilly squat, but heartache. Right? And so one of the things that I noticed growing up is I would listen to the elders. And and that person talking about, oh, you, you shouldn't talk about single mothers. Let me tell you something. My grandmother didn't play that shit. No cart before the motherfucking horse. Y'all got grandparents. Y'all act like y'all don't even know better. You did what you did. It is what it is. But then get better with it. Well, you said by the third guy. No, by the fucking second guy. By the first dude, you should have been like, this is hell. Let me get it together. Mm. <laughs> the, the, the third? What the fuck? Is it genie? Anyway. um, mm. I was taught by my uncle... You don't feed, ladies take notes, you don't feed, it's not just feeding a man, you've got to feed his ego. I learned that at 15. Shit, by the time Mm. I was 26, I had six engagement rings. Not that I was looking to do that, but I had just learned to just let a man be a man. Let this black man be himself. Don't pick at him, don't. Do you get a conversation? It's not about like what's this shaking your ass and all that. You know, real men don't like their possession, their treasures out here, just like whatever, right? It's about respecting yourself. And Mm. so I think a lot of times it starts at home. And I think the problem, the problem now why nobody can't find nobody is because ain't nobody teaching you nothing. They taking the kid, they putting them in front of TVs. Now when they grow up, they think it's what they see on TV, and it's not. It's respecting yourself first, right? And I understand that Ray Ray and Pookie makes you wet, <laughs> but that's not re- that's not reality. You want a family, you want a home, you want a farm, you want to, do you get what I'm saying? Domestic shit, yes, you got to know how to cook and clean, and he'll show you how to do all that other shit, right? And so these are the things that I grew up just knowing from my grandmother, from my dad, from my, and I had that. I know not a lot of people had that, so I'm not going whatever, but goddamn, they're books. I used to go to the library. When I know something, I go read it, right? Look it up, right? Right, Yurima? Look it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so I think a lot of times as I've heard women complain to me, and a lot of, the, a lot of women get upset at me. Oh, you can't tell me what to do with my kids. You good because your, your children got a father. Yeah, and look at that. Yeah. I actually paid attention to my surroundings. Stop getting caught up. And when the future hears this, when the future children hear this, they're going to know the right way. Because it's a debacle right now, right? Everybody just out here doing the most. 
chicks giving it up easy, dudes not even knowing who they want to be with. It's like it's just like an identity fucking crisis. Forget this, the LBT element OP shit going on, right? There's just an identity crisis. Is that mm. once you kind of get to know yourself, intentions, and kind of when you said bringing something to the table, I mean really bringing something to the table. I had sisters tell me, brothers don't want to get married. I was like, how the fuck I get these six motherfucking rings? <laughs> what do you mean? Mm. What are you doing? Oh, well, I need him to do this, and I need him to do that. Let me tell you something. Whenever I stepped into a relationship, it wasn't about, oh, I need him to get me, because I'm from Brooklyn. I need him to get me some 5411s. I'm old school. I need him. No, it was like, I like the brother, right? I was never into no flashy dudes, because that shit don't move me. Like, are you mentally Mm. dope? Can you teach me something? Brother, read a book to me. Put me the fuck on. I'm into the knowledge. Like, really, before this conscious shit became, what is it? Because now it's like a fad, right? These bitches right. ain't really conscious. They really ain't. It's a fad. Let's keep it real. Let's yep. keep it real. Because if you really had to sit there and go through a couple of fucking encyclopedias and Britannic, motherfuckers don't even look in their phones and look shit up. Mm. And so at the end mm. of the day, it is the matriarchy. And if you ain't doing what you need to do, yeah, listen, if you got five, ten kids, 18 baby daddies, I get it. But don't do your daughters and your sons wrong. Let them know everything you didn't do so they could get it right. God damn. Stop repeating the fucking cycle. Just just mm. get it right. Read to them. Tell them you love them. It starts with simple shit. Tell them you love them. Love, tell yourself you love yourself. And then you would be a better person to a partner because it's a partnership. It's not what the fuck he could do for me. It's what can I do for him? You know what JFK said? Well, it's not what you could do for your country, what you could do for your country, whatever the fuck America says. But <laughs> it's on some shit like that. It's like, what can I do for him? How can I make this man's life better? That's how I fucking think when I go in a relationship. How can I make his fucking life better? What's your favorite meal? It's conversations, not about sex, not about sucking and fucking. It's about ideologies. Oh, you like Jesus? Okay, yeah, this ain't gonna work. And you know why? Mm. You know why when I get when I got them six rings, you know what I had to say to five of them? No. And the relationship mm. ended. You know why I said no? Because somebody was into super Jesus like that. They didn't work. One was a five percent. I really couldn't deal with that. Um you know, there were just things. It was, it was cute. But then it was like, oh, shit, he's really getting serious now. And so now I did listen. I, I'm not here to get married and then find out, okay, I'm not really, ugh, this only ain't going to work for me. Now I'm going to mm. tell y'all something crazy. Last week I had Dr. Umar Johnson on the show. And you mm. know what he said? I wish I would have got married before people knew who I was. I can't find nobody. Dead ass recordings are on the wake up radio. I can't mm. find nobody because I don't know nobody's intentions. Mm. That shit's yo, that my heart almost broke for him. Cause think about the school and everything he going through, what it would be to have a queen by his side that's real. But he ain't got that. He gotta figure that shit out. He gotta figure out who snakes are. He gotta figure oh. Rima, I can't even imagine. I don't know what your status is, but I can't even imagine what you've gone through. Do you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of times we don't sit down and say, brother, what do you need? Because we always ask a woman what she need. I, I'm always, you know what I'm saying? I'm always good. 
But we never ask men, what do you need? How can I help you? How can I serve you? You're the mm. king. How am I calling you a king and I ain't asked you what you what you need? You thirsty? You good? Did you eat today? Oh my goodness. Do you get what I'm saying? You all right? Mm. Did you have a, even shit like, did you have a bowel movement? God damn. We are not even checking on our men like we supposed to. But quick to say, well, I need him to do this and I need him to do that. Stop being so fucking selfish if you're going to be the matriarch be the best fucking matriarch you think the bushes are run by george it's run by barbara y'all need to get that shit together mm. I- i'm done Damn. cindy ashby man <laughs> i just fell in love with you again cindy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no cindy cindy cindy's my partner man we go back thank you cindy Hey, um, yeah, I would, so, hey, I'm sorry, Yurima. I just want to. I just want to say thank you to the queens who understand that, who who are in line with what with what the queen just said, man. Because you know, it's one thing. You know, we we do make blanket statements a lot, but I'm I'm personally aware of you know a few queens within my my realm of influence. You know what I'm saying? Who who understand and operate in that spirit right there, and I'm grateful for that. So mm, that was hey. powerful. Yeah, that we got we got to talk to Cindy because because uh, yeah you said something in there yeah I'm I've yeah I, I feel you I feel you M what's good Black World Hey man that was yeah that 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 was deep right there <laughs> Hey M what up What's up D What's up uh, Urema What's good family It's been what's a up, minute man? It's um, good to see you It's been a minute man I, I that was deep right there because I never been asked like I never been asked that question like how do you feel or you know what I mean? How do you, it's just like damn? That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I just want to say, man, I'm scared, man. I, I I'm really scared, man. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. As far as like, cause I ain't got no kids, right? And I'm scared to have a kid, man. And the, and the, the way this world's spinning, I'm scared, man. Mm. I feel I I feel like I feel like Tupac, man. I'm scared, man, cause I don't know. I, I just don't know, man. It's just mm. it's fucked up, man. And I'm 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 not the type of person that just be going from female to female and just having kids and just bringing them to this world, man. And then it's, and, and 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 they fail because if I bring a kid to this world, I don't want them to fail. You feel what I'm saying? And, and a lot of people just be bringing kids into this world, man. And just and they fail. You know what I mean? If I have a kid, I don't want them to fail. I, I just... Mm. I, I don't know how to explain it to y'all, man. This shit is fucked up, man. Yeah, M. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to explain it to y'all, man. I got niece, I mean, I got nieces and nephews, man, but... It's like, damn, man, I don't... Fucked up, man. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Em, I don't, I don't, I don't have, I don't have any seeds, and uh, I was talking to my mother about it before she passed, and uh, <laughs> my mother, she was, she was something else. Uh, but we were talking about that, and she looked at me. We were sitting down eating. We were sitting side by side, and she just kind of looked at me like. Chilled? What? 
Yeah. Why would you even consider bringing a child into this world? Yeah. And I was like, uh, I was like, but, you know, legacy and, and leaving your, you know, leaving behind a legacy. Yeah. And she was like, look, man, she said, your words and what you do will be your legacy. That will be your child. She said, um, you know, she said, there's a lot that you will have to give up. Yeah. And you will not be able to protect that child. Not in this climate. And I thought about that. And that's a, that, that's a, I'm not, I'm not saying you shouldn't have children. I think you should yeah. brother. But I think, I think her point of view was like, you know, with the world that we live in, there's so many obstacles and so much that you will have to do that they've created. You know, I mean, literally you have to, at this point, you have to have a child at home. Because if you have it in the hospital, they're going to get vaccinated. Um, so you have to have a doula. You have to keep them off the books, meaning they can't have a birth certificate or social security card or get the, or they get locked into some some matrix trap where they're on somebody's bank account where the Rothschilds and them are getting rich <laughs> off of their social security number. I mean, there's so many mm -hmm. there's so many facets to this matrix that you know. And then then you then if they're on your if they have a birth certificate or social security card, well, they're owned. You, you no longer even have ownership over the child. They're owned by the, right. by the government. Then, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, um, unless we can find an Island. Yeah. Call our own. That's not yeah. going to get bombed. Yeah, man. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I mean, I get clowned a lot. Oh, you ain't got no kids. You ain't got them. Like, man, I'm scared, man. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to fail. Hmm. I'm scared to fail, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I, I can't bring no kid right here, man, because it's, 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 shit ain't right right now. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And motherfucker's like, oh, you ain't got no kids. And da, 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 da. I'm like, man, fuck you, man. <laughs> you just bringing kids into this world just because you got a dick. Right. That don't mean nothing, man. Nigga, you not thinking about the bigger picture right now. Nigga, mm. we, man, we under attack right now, man. So you, you... You you trying to bring a kid into this fucking war right now, man. You're not even ready. Hey, on the flip side of that, brother M, on the flip side of that, like Nas said, when he said, hood rats don't abortion your womb. We need more warriors soon sent from the star, sun, and the moon. Those of us who are in tune, man, we supposed to bring more warriors into this war. You know what I'm saying? And, and the last thing, personally, I feel like with, with the attack on the black family and the way that through so many different means and different avenues, they're finding to keep us from procreating. I think that being able to rear healthy, healthy children um, is the ultimate form of resistance and the ultimate form of rebellion against the powers that be. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I, but yeah, so I with, with that, to, with that, like to, I understand, I understand yeah. your fear. I don't want to suffer. I don't want my. Uh, if I bring a seed to, it, I don't want them to suffer, man. <laughs> I don't well, that's the thing. Although, although our children are born into the world, we gotta understand our, our children are born into our world. Our children are born into our story and our narrative. You know what I'm saying? So, you, so even prior to the type of energy that you want to give towards the offspring that you bring forward into this world is, I'm bringing a child into the world with intention. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm gonna do it with a queen who also has intention that's aligned with mine. So. I would say this, man, to, to anybody, you know what I'm saying, with that sentiment, you know, with the fear of bringing children into this world, like, that's that's the fear that's that's being forced onto us by the enemy who doesn't want us to have children. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and honestly, like, 
that's the reason why, you know, those of us with like energies, especially in this new age, you know, in this Aquarian age that we've just entered into, you know, the gods have to continue to procreate. But we have to figure out ways that we can navigate outside of the matrix so that we can do so in, in the most organic way to our nature as possible. You know, and the conversation, I, I, didn't, I didn't know whether or not this conversation was going to get there. But um, there's, there's, there's several alternative solutions to the structure and, and, and the, the operation of a black family that a lot of us aren't willing to tap into because of all the social norms that already exist, right. such as polyamory. You know what I'm saying? Or, or not polyamory, I'm sorry, polygamy. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and the thing is, we, know, we understand the ratio between our men and women. We understand the t- attack on the black man, but mm-hmm. what we fail to do is um, what we fail to do is effectively give solutions you know, that aren't already in line with the quote-unquote rules and social norms that exist. If we, go, if we really want to uh, be gods and destroy and rebuild, then that has to be done on so many different levels, including our psychological understanding of what relationships look like or what love looks like. It's not, uh, it's not a romantic or a Roman antic type of love that we should be seeking. You know what I'm saying? We shouldn't be just seeking to just find, find somebody that we can lay up with for, for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, you know, just keep them happy in the house and, you know, pregnant and just have some babies so we can just be jolly ever after within a white pick defense environment. You know what I'm saying? Nah, we, we should be cultivating ourselves as individuals so that we can dispel that same fear that you're talking about and then join with somebody else who's done that same work. That healthy individual builds a healthy relationship, builds a healthy family, builds a healthy community, builds a healthy nation in that order. Where's the um, trap? Tra- tra- real quick, real quick, because we want, well, I got to get to Brandon too. But Trap Mobile on IG says, Where's the accountability for aborting 19 million babies since 1973? Uh, Brandon, go ahead. Brandon, you with us? What's going on, family? How y'all doing? Peace, God. How are you? Peace, God. Lord, I'm good. I'm good, man. I missed you, brother. I, I told you on your um on your other app, man. I. I ain't seen you or heard from you in a minute, man. I'm telling you that the encouragement was kind of, you know, drowning out on me. But, you know, just being able to connect with you and, you know, others like you, you know, it's a good thing. But I just wanted to say, you know, over the time that, you know, that you've been gone, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's a beautiful thing simply because it's forced me to reconnect with, you know, the the essence of things, you know what I'm saying? And it's it's finally clicked to me that, you know, I don't know if this is necessarily off topic or not, but it it rung in my ear and rung in my head that, you know, in terms of the the Edomites, you know what I'm saying, the the Mayo individuals, if you will, you know what I'm saying, their most powerful pawn is the Mayo woman. You know what I'm saying? And I think that a lot of times they are used to influence us as black men to, you know, to falter and to fall. You know what I'm saying? And mm. it's 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 coming to it's coming to me to understand that they are used to further divide the essence between the black man and the black woman. You know what I'm saying? And 
with the black black man and black woman, it's it's more so of a balance type thing. You know what I'm saying? The the divine masculine and the divine feminine, and I'm understanding more so along the line that. They want to divide that because if there's a divine balance between both, there's no room for anyone else. There's no room for anything else. You know what I'm saying? There's no room for the male woman, the male man, for you know, for the women and things like that. And you know, I just want to you know encourage everyone to you know to to to, to stand fast and to stand strong in that divine love between the melanated black man and the melanated black woman because without us none other can possibly exist no matter what they say no matter how they try to talk and twist history science mathematics or anything like that without us nothing else can exist and nothing else can survive and nothing else can thrive so i just wanted to tell you brother I'm glad that you're back, brother. I'm glad to see you on live. You know, because <laughs> I was looking. I was, I was like, oh, snap, my man back on the show. Oh, yeah, let me go ahead and jump in this real quick. You know what I'm saying? So it's good to see that you that you back on here. You know what I'm saying? you you still bringing, you know, truth to power for all of us. You know what I'm saying? Even myself, because like I said, you know, my, my, my encouragement meter was kind of, you know, falling by the wayside a little bit. But you know what I'm saying? I got the right people in my corner to kind of, you know, bolster me up and be like, come on, brother, keep going, keep fighting, keep pressing. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm glad to see that you back here. You know what I'm saying? Peace, love, and light to everybody that's in this room, especially peace, love, and light to everybody of melanin descent. You got this. No matter what nobody tell you, you got this. You won this already. You just don't know it. All you got to do now is just activate your part in this war. And at the end of the day, we got it. You know what I'm saying? Free and clear. Because the universe itself is fighting on our behalf. And that's just what it is. So, um, you know what I'm saying? My name, Brandon, a.k.a. A.O. God. You know what I'm saying? And I'm done speaking. So peace, love, and like to all of y'all. Brandon, thank you, brother. Um, yeah, you know, we, we I, I appreciate that, Brandon. Um I'm I, I, I let you know uh I'm I'm not I'm not immortal man, so I, I, I go through some shit I, and uh I had to step back right. for a minute. You know, right. because because right. right. if I'm not gonna be if I'm not gonna be fully uh focused and fully within my power, I'm not gonna fake with you all, so I have stepped back. Right. Uh but I think that God is back now and uh we had to go through some lessons and uh, we had to go through some trials and tribulations. And it's a beautiful thing. Uh, growth is always beautiful. Um, so I appreciate you, Brandon. It has been a minute. I thank you so much. Um, and the other thing that that I think that we need to that we really need to look at, uh, D, you talked about polygamy. I think the other thing and then wealth, I want to get you. I know you're 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 waiting. Um, and then Conscious Simon has entered the building. Uh, but the other thing is we need to really look at eugenics. I know it's a term that probably is negative because Absolutely. we look at we look at how the Europeans uh, when we usually talk about eugenics, we think of Europeans. But um, eugenics is it can be a simple process as it can be as simple as just defining and using the ultimate amount of discernment that this is the type of or specific woman or category of woman that I want to have a child with, or this is a particular specific category of man that I'm going to have a child with. He has to have this, this, and this. You define it. 
See, right now what we got is just anybody sleeping with anybody. Right now what we just got is uh, you got a sexual urge, you go itch it. No discipline, no holding back, no, I got to get my shit off. Uh, Eugenics says, wait, hold up. You're going into this with a specific purpose. And that is going to produce, with that specific purpose or intention, that's going to produce a specific outcome that you were hoping to achieve. And I think that that is even more prevalent for us as a people than anything. If we start looking at our sexual partners according to that. Wealth, what you got? Uh, It's it's amazing because what you I'm going to connect what you just said. But first, I want and what D just said. But I want to start with M. You know, um, your hesitation is 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 not. Uh, it's, it's it's not out of the ordinary, right? There, uh, I came from uh, a, 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 I would say a broken household because my mother and the father didn't live together, right? But I had, I still had a community around me of elders, and in and, and the family, you know, to to kind of somewhat give me that balance, right? Uh, I, I want to, I say that to say this, I, I I didn't, I knew one thing for sure, I did not want to repeat the cycle that I grew up in. And I was adamant about that. So even when I I, I I was sexual, I became sexually active. I always made sure and took the most precautions not to make a baby. You know what I mean? Because I didn't want to make a baby with the wrong person, right? Mm. So I guarded, I guarded my lineage with my life, right? I, I really did. Like I, I didn't give it to anybody. You know what I mean? I didn't even want to present the opportunity for anybody to just get it, right? So. Because of that, I, I, you know, I, I, I made a conscious decision that I did not want to have kids until I was married to a woman that would be fit to raise my kids. Right now, I didn't have a lot of uh, experience on how to choose. Right. Um, but then again, we also have to be open for mentorship. Right. Um, if you look at traditional families in a Kebalon or communities, we had a community of elders that, that would, would guide and, and give instructions that you had to listen to. You had to, and you wanted to listen to cause you knew they had the wisdom to help you to avoid certain stumbling blocks that were put in your way. Right. And because, uh, our community is so fractured today, um, I think it's highly necessary that when you start dating somebody that it has to be a requirement that you go to therapy together to Mm. find out what's really behind the veil. And if that person is opposed to going to therapy, then that person is not ready to grow and they're disqualified from being a candidate for a relationship. Mm. Okay. And and a lot of people are afraid to go, oh, I don't need no therapy. I go to church. Up, oh, you failed. <laughs> you failed because, you know, the church just teaches you to just pledge allegiance to Jesus and not to your man. So so you, 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 you failed or pledge allegiance to the pastor and not your family. You failed, right? So, mm-hmm. like, we really got to take this vetting process seriously. Second thing I wanted to touch on was um, I, I am not opposed to polygamy. Right. I'm not opposed. I see a benefit to it. However, that's the fruit. 
So if you have dysfunction in us as individuals that's not addressed by that therapy, then all you're going to have is a bigger group of dysfunctional people. Right. Mm. If two can't get along, then more than two can't get along. They can't function because the same dysfunction is active in those individuals. So now you're just going to have a bigger clusterfuck of problems, mm. right? And, mm. and I think that ties into what Yurima just said is in choosing your mate and being very conscious in how you choose and select your mate, right? Because the thing about this is this. If men stop choosing the type of women that are uncoachable, mm. then guess what's going to happen after a generation? Mm. Teach. They not going to have no babies. And if they can't have no babies, the dysfunction can't be passed forward. Now, I'm not saying that men aren't dysfunctional also. So the same applies for the women. If he's not willing to go to therapy and see what monsters, or what, what, what shadow work he got to do, what skeletons is in his subconscious, right, mm-hmm. that needs to be cleaned out, then he's disqualified. Same rules apply. So that bad element. Is going to go away because what's going to happen is we're social creatures. And once you stop getting attention because of the behavior you're exhibiting, you're going to change the behavior. You're going to go extinct. That's, mm. that's, yeah, that's, 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 yeah. And, 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 and fam, I'm going to just say this. I don't want to be, I don't want to be called the baby father. That shit is tack. That, that this shit is ghetto. Like, like who, like, I don't want that label. So. That's why I'm like, fuck that shit, man. That shit is wack as shit. Because everybody want to be called the baby father or the baby dad. Or the baby mother. Like, that shit is weak as shit, dude. And everybody wants that label. I don't want that label. I want the label be, that's miles. I want to be the father. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want that, oh, that's my baby daddy. Oh, that's my baby mother. Oh, fuck that nigga. Oh, fuck that bitch. I don't want that label. That shit is weak. A.M. And everybody wants that fucking, and everybody wants that label. Oh, that's my, oh, that's my baby daddy. Oh, yeah, I'm cool with him. But, yeah, fuck him. Oh, uh, whatever. That shit is weak as shit, man. That shit but is M, weak. And I think, I think, I think from a, I think higher elevated, higher elevated thinking beings, we, we aren't even thinking on that line. I mean, um, I'm not, I'm not, and, and I mean, I don't think any like like I'm, I'm looking at this room, so I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna look at this room. I'm gonna look at I'm over here on IG. Um, if I'm if I'm picking a mate to have a child with, um, that even that terminology is is gonna be non-existent. Like that terminology is we we we're not using that a baby's daddy and all we we're not using that. Yeah, I hate there's that. A, there's a there's a battle over here going on on IG right now, and a, and a sister says if 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 men don't want babies, keep their dicks in their pants, and and so so but vice versa, you know, vice versa. We we will keep it in if the women keep their pants pulled up. So I mean, it's 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 like it, it's go both ways. It, it goes exactly, yeah. and so and so and so, but. But um, I think from the standpoint of being, uh, and, and again, I started this off with the eugenics thing about discipline. That's the key in this, discipline. So there's some key words that we're using tonight. Um, submission, accountability, discipline, um, D brought up polygamy, 
eugenics. There are some key things that that uh, 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 wealth brought up uh, therapy. Um, so so there are some key words that 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 we can just take from this conversation and, and, and raise the vibrational level to, you know, to what I think that we as adults should raise it to, because because these are old age arguments. Keep your dick in your pants if you don't want to. have. I mean, OK, that it's it's so cliche. It's obvious. Like, keep your dick in your pants. But if we if we actually go to the power of the pussy and women kept a pussy. And, and, and looked at and looked at their vessel as actually as actually the temple of God or the temple of goddess. If they carried it like that, what you don't realize is that you could raise the whole frequency and the vibrational energy of man, because then you would force man to get on his game. But right, unfortunately, right, right, right. unfortunately, the European, unfortunately, the European is dictating, dictating the parameters of how our community addresses itself, dictating the parameters of how our community engages with one another between the genders. And so it's easy to say, keep your dick in your pants. But I mean, come on, Mm -hmm. this is a European centered. So what we're trying to do is we're literally trying to navigate. We're trying to navigate uh, 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 Aboriginal, indigenous, melanated, uh, 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 community within the confines of a system that is trying to genocide, that is trying to kill us with acts of genocide. Right. And so it's bigger than just, it's bigger than the black man keeping his dick in his pants, man. Right. 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 And it's actually bigger than the black woman keeping, keeping a lock on her pussy Mm -hmm. and using discernment to choose the right man. It's right. going to take communication, and so it can't be just one-sided. Right, right. But that's how because to tell it for me to go tell a young, I mean, for 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 a black man such as myself to go tell a young black man mm-hmm. who was raised by a black woman, mm-hmm. young man, just keep your dick in your pants. He gonna be like, you old bitch ass <laughs> nigga, get the fuck out my face, nigga. I'm fucking yeah. everything moving right now. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, and, and so, so we gotta come with something better than keep your dick in your pants. Right. I mean, it, because we're higher thinking adults over here. I, I, I'm right. just, and, and we gotta come with something better than just put a lock on your pussy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the power of the pussy is real. That's real shit. Can, so, hey, hey, you remember? Can I say this? Please, I'm gonna say this, like, man. Like, I, you know, I grew up, you know, we all grew up around street niggas and hood niggas or whatever the case may be, right? Facts. And I'm the type of nigga that be like, look, man, don't don't take advantage of her, man. And I'm the oh, type. Oh, ni- you the nice, they consider you the nice. Yeah, I'm the, I'm, I'm the good nigga. Yeah, I'm the good nigga. <laughs> I'm like, look, don't take advantage of her, man. Them niggas look at me like I'm crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, man. Like, like, cause, cause I grew up around niggas like, oh, I, yeah, I got this bitch behind me shoes. I got this bitch behind me clothes and shit. I'm like, damn, nigga, you a weak ass nigga, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? And niggas be like, oh, man, you, you man, you, man, fuck these bitches, man. Mm. But I'm the type of nigga like, nah, man, don't do that shit, dog. You know what I'm saying? Cause if mm. a nigga talk, I'm the type of nigga. Look, if you if you talk bad about a bride, though, if you talk bad about her, man, and and talking about oh what she doing for you, and all this other type of shit, nigga, you you a weak ass nigga, man. I don't got no respect for you, dude. Fuck you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Cause she can really love you. 
and you taking advantage of her, man. Mm. I don't take advantage of females. That's not my blood. That's not that's not in me. You know what I'm saying? But when but on some real a- shit, on yeah. some real shit, M, on some real shit, that female that don't even know that you sticking up for her. Yeah. That female that you telling this bitch nigga don't take advantage after she leaves that relationship, mm-hmm. she'll meet a dude like you, bypass you, say you too goddamn nice, and go get another and nigga that, like the nigga yeah. that she just left. And that's how and that's how it is, dog. <laughs> and that's how but, it is, dog. But you know what, M? Keep doing, <laughs> what you, keep doing what you're doing, M. Keep doing what you're doing, because look. Real real men gonna check a weak one. And 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 listen, it's it the leaders are few and the followers are many. So mm-hmm. when you realize you're the only one that's doing that, don't don't think it's something wrong with you. That just means you're the only leader in that circle. You're the only manly one in that circle. Cause ain't that's exactly what we supposed to be doing. Checking mm-hmm. that weak behavior. So, so all you got to do is get yourself around a bunch of other strong men, and 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 you'll feel a lot more at home with your with the way you think, right? Because you you that's that's right thinking right there, right? Because mm-hmm. what if that's your daughter? What if that's your sister? Are you gonna be all right with mm-hmm. another dude doing that and talking like that about her? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So in your actions, you standing up for community building. They don't understand it. And nobody probably ever checked them on it. So right. until you you might be the first one to check them on it. So you bring an awareness now that, yo, your behavior is corny. Your behavior is whack and weak. Like, and now you you making them feel uncomfortable doing that kind of shit. Right? So either they're going to move away from you or they're going to correct the behavior. But you did your job. Exactly. I just don't. Yeah, I don't like to take advantage of people, man. That shit weak. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll say this too. I'll say this too to to uh, to your sentiment, M. Um, Sometimes it's like fuck them niggas, stay away from them. You know what I'm saying? Just, that, that's that's not your tribe. That's not your energy. Let them niggas rock. You know what I'm saying? Because this is the thing that I'm noticing now, especially when I say now, is in you know the times that we're in, 2021. You know, it's only with so much energy we should be dispelling to trying to change the function of this uh, of, of uh, people who have given in to like the psychological sicknesses in our community. Like some people have completely just fallen into that shit and they, and they don't plan on coming out. You know what I'm saying? And, and mm. they gravitate towards people with those like energies, you know what I'm saying? And, and they recognize guys when they see us, you know what I'm saying? They respect it, you know, and, and, and they're not, they're not trying to get in the way. Um, and so understanding that we've, we've just, just by vibrating the way that we do, we've already separated ourselves from certain vibrations and certain, certain groups of people, you know? So a lot of times I feel like it is to our detriment to continue to keep feeding that, you know, giving our energy to that type of space where we know that there are other conscious like minds that exist out here. But we have to do the work in order to gravitate towards that type of that type of frequency. You know what I'm saying? I say that because you know I have to make a conscious decision daily to to intentionally separate myself from certain vibrations. 
Right. Conscious decision. And it's, and it's because I know that ain't shit I can say in no conversation that's going to change these niggas' frame of mind. There's nothing I can say. Ain't shit I can do. I don't have all the bills, all the teaching sessions, all the fucking wise words I can spit. Yeah, damn, nigga, that's, that make a whole lot of sense. But them niggas will be right back in the same bullshit, getting high all day, sitting in the trap out east over somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Just doing the same ignorant shit that they do. I mean, literally, I wake up every day. When I walk out my building every single day, it's the same niggas on the front porch that was out there last night when I went to sleep. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be out there drunk as shit. By, they're going to be out there drunk as hell by 10 a.m. You know what I'm saying? I, they don't, it don't matter what I say to them today. They're going to be out there at 10 a.m. tomorrow, too. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and just recognizing that and understanding, like, these are not... These are not the type of entities that it's safe for me to continue to to, to give my energy to because right. they'll continue to drain it, you know, and, and, and that'll just be that. You know what I mean? And so what it does, what it does to us as gods is it does lower our vibration. You know what I'm saying? And, and so just to operate in that frustration is because because of the fact that you allow that energy into your space. That's the reason why you operating from this level of frustration. Where it's like, ah, this shit is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? We got we got to have a mentality that I choose to live in the world that I'm creating in my mind. You know what I'm saying? Every day that I wake up, I choose to live in that world and in that frequency. That don't mean that the rest of the world don't exist and that Babylon ain't burning the fuck down. But where's the seeds of consciousness that are that are planting the new world when this shit does burn down? Like mm-hmm. we got to plant those seeds of consciousness now, and we can't let that shit be uprooted by the ignorance that exists around us. Right. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And and, and, and Yurema, and the way we think though, Yurema, D, and Dwayne is like the way we think. Motherfuckers be intimidated by that shit. They like, should be. Yeah, like why are you intimidated by the? You know what I'm saying? I don't understand that shit. Man. Hey, let them yeah, be. They, that's they that's the that's the mm-hmm. They intimidated because the alpha is walking through. Back. And that's why they intimidated and betas are gonna be intimidated when the alphas walking through. And I agree with D, it does drain you to be around those types of people. But I just got and you know, I used to do the same thing, like, you know what, I'm just gonna avoid these these motherfuckers because it's 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 pointless. But then I had to I had to I grew to a level beyond that where now I'm like, nah, I'm not avoiding these dudes. You know what I mean? I, yeah, dealing with them is energy draining. But when I come here around other alphas, I get recharged. I get recharged. So that's why you got to find your tribe where you can recharge and then and, 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 and go back out into the world and, and do the work. Because let me tell you something. You might think they're not listening, but you planting seeds. And when the time is right and the ground is fertile, some of those seeds are going to grow. And they're going to come back to you and be like, yo, D. Yo, you was dropping that heavy shit, man, for a couple years, and you know what I mean. I like, yo, it might it might sound like mm-hmm. this. I just did a couple years in lockup. I ain't had no, I ain't had nothing to do but think, mm-hmm. bro. And I started to realize, yo, that shit you was dropping was real shit. Or, yo, I just, you know, I, it just hit me one night, yo. I was tired of doing this shit. Like I wasn't getting nowhere, and I realized that shit you was dropping was heavy shit. And that's when you start to see your 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 your, your seeds growing, right? You know what I mean? But yeah, well, it's energy draining. But we come back here to recharge. Yeah, go ahead, you. Yeah. No, it's prime example right here. Trap Mobile over here. I salute you, brother, over here on IG. Trap Mobile says I've been three months off the drugs, Yurima. Thank you, brother. Right in oh, alignment wow. with what? So, Trap Mobile, that's love, family, and and thank you for your transparency. Uh, on my page. I appreciate that. And while we on the subject, just real quick, not to change the subject too much, but um, just real briefly, 
you know, we 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 on our one we on our once a month shit where we meet up. So we looking for a spot. Uh, we will we'll, I'll uh, do another stream uh, here soon uh, once we find the next location that we're going to meet up at. So just to remind the family that it's about that time. So um, we'll keep everyone informed. But yeah, that, please. I, well, I wanted to add one. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I cut Welch's wisdom off. I want I want him to continue if he. Then, then you, D. No, no. It, 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 look, it, look, the universe is so beautifully aligned, man, that I wasn't even cut off because I'm glad you, you look, we talking about it and watched it manifest right there on IG feed. Yeah. Right? Watched it manifest right there on IG. Look at the seed that just sprouted. Right? And then they come back to you and they let you know. Because you know why I say that? That was my journey. I wasn't mm. hearing it for a long time. And then I heard it. And when it took root, the roots ran deep. Mm. All right. So I know I can't pay it back to those brothers that gave it to me, but they charged me with paying it forward. Yeah. And that's how we, that's how we build community. Cause at the, we got a community is, is an extension of, of, of the home and the home is an extension of the individual. Right. Yeah. So, I can't watch stuff going on in the community. I can't watch you, like, to watch taking a shit in the community is like watching you come in my living room and take a shit in my living room. I got to tell you something about that. I'm not just going to move to another room and be like, all right, that's just stink over there in the living room. No, it's, it's, it's my house. Hmm. And this is how we rebuild community. You know what I mean? And at the same token, this is how men check men. But at the same time, there's a balance to that, too, because women... Uh, and, and, and I see it happening. It happened when, 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 when Cindy started talking not too long ago, when Tareen started talking not too long ago. You know what I mean? They started checking women's behavior too, the ones that were acting dysfunctional. This is mm-hmm. happening. But mm-hmm. the enemy is not going to put a spotlight on it. But it's happening in larger numbers than we think, and we're having a bigger effect than we think. Because the enemy's job is to flood all the social medias and all the airways and all the TV stations with, with the contrary to make you think that, damn, all your actions is, is fruitless. But that's not the truth. We're seeing it right here in real time. Facts. Facts. Thank you. D, what's good? Hey, I, I, I agree. Well, I, I agree, man. Heavy, hit, heavy hitting points you made. I want to say. We have to be leading by example. You know what I'm saying? It's not always about what we can try to stand and teach and try to explain to somebody or try to coach them out of their frame of mind. It's more so about, you know, walking in our essence and being the alpha males or the kings or the gods or whatever you consider yourself, you know, when you walk out into the world. You know, it's about being that unapologetically and transparently and, and not allowing those vibrations to rub off on you so that, when you're in these environments, you know, I, I definitely am not, not the type of person to walk through my neighborhood, you know, uh, uh, with tunnel vision. Like, I don't see nobody. I can't speak to nobody. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm extremely personable with everybody. Everybody around here knows and respects me. They understand what I'm on, even though they may not, dis- may not agree or be ready to hear what I got to give. I always make sure I'm either planting a seed, dropping some type of jewel so that, you know, when they see how I how I live, I, I'm I'll put it like this. I make I make what I'm about look good. You see what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. And then I, I don't mean that in no arrogant type of way, but I make what I'm about look good. When my when my community sees me, they see I got energy. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh shit, like who who is this nigga? You know what I'm saying? Why is this nigga so so cool? Like why is he? You know what I mean? And again, I'm not trying to be funny in any type of way, but that's the type of that's what we got to be on because we we know something that they don't. The things that make us outcasts in the dying world are preparing us to be leaders in the new world, and that's why we got to carry ourselves like that. You know what I'm saying? We got we to carry ourselves like, yeah, y'all see this shit crumbling down? I'm the person you're going to have to come see when this shit is a pile of ashes. Because mm-hmm. I got the wisdom. You know what I'm saying? We got the old tradition from our ancestors. We got the spirit of our ancestors. We the last ones that should be walking around with our head down, defeated by the world. We know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Facts. You know what I'm saying? If anybody going to be out here walking around on their shit, like, it should be us. We should be standing with our back strong. You know what I'm saying? With our head up like, who who needs who needs these jewels? Who needs these gems? Because I got them to provide. You see what I'm saying? And like like well said, I'm not only that, but I'm tapped into a tribe who's tapped into an ancestral tribe who's tapped into the Akashic realm. I got all of that behind me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm walking. I'm walking in cosmic power. Like this is some shit that this is some shit that these low vibrational in, in, in entities shouldn't be able to to affect. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and as, as long as we operate like that, like, you know, I, I, I see niggas, I don't even see niggas as like the hardest niggas or the street niggas. And I don't see that because I see pain. I see pain. You know what I'm saying? I don't see, I don't see, I don't see hard niggas and street niggas and thug niggas and gangster niggas. I see pain. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, and I see people who, and I see, and I see brothers who are strong, but they don't have any real context for their strength. They don't have no context for what it means to be an alpha male, to be a strong man, to be a real provider. And, and I say that because when you locked up, the, the jail is full of stand-up dudes, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Back. jail is full of strong-ass, real-ass niggas, man. Who, <laughs> and they're locked up. I'm telling you, the most, the most crowded part of the jail is the parts where the non-violent crime people are. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The drug dealers, the hustlers, the swindlers, the scammers. And guess what them niggas was doing? Providing for their fucking families. You see what I'm saying? But they get it outside of the context in which the Matrix wants us to operate. And so, therefore, they fell into the complex, the, the, the fucking prison industrial complex. You see what I'm saying? And that's how this shit works. The alpha males are criminalized. The alpha males are looked at as a threat to the system, so they have to silence us. They got to have us out here walking through our communities, looking sad and fucking defeated. Mm-hmm. Fuck all that. You know, you know, there's a lot of elders that, that have this premise that you know, those of us who do work in the communities or we see ourselves as as um, as, as a school of thought leaders or whatever the case is when it comes down to this revolution, I don't call I don't want to call this shit a struggle no more. It's not about oh, I'm in the struggle. Now fuck that, man. I'm not in the struggle. I'm in the rising of our people. I'm 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 a, I'm a part of I'm a part of right. uh, uh, of the divine alignment that's that's uh, propelling our people into our greatness. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what I am. I'm a vehicle for our divine greatness. Mm. I'm not a part of the struggle. You see what I'm saying? And so when I step out into the people who are part of the struggle, they're going to notice a difference and be like, what does this nigga do? What does he be doing in that house all day? What is this nigga? You know what I'm saying? Like, what you... And they be asking me that. Miami, where you going? I'm going back in the house, my G. Damn, you're not going to chill, man. Come on, man. Hit the J. Hit the bottle, my nigga. I'm like, hey, huh? It's 11 o'clock in the morning, bro. I got a business to run, my G. Ah, here you go. That nigga, how many orders you got right now, G? And they respect that shit. They respect it. 
when they see these crystals on my body, they like, wow, bro, like, where'd you get, what is that? I'm, I'm, I'm giving them those type of jewels. You know, and, and so that's the thing. There's, there's always, the, the bottom line is that we can't escape, even those of us who are lost can't escape our divinity. We can't escape, uh, we can't escape our attraction. We can't escape our attraction to, to things that are in divine alignment. So when they see those of us who are in divine alignment, they cannot, they can't keep themselves from being attracted to that energy. Whether they know what it is or not, whether they want to be a part of it or not, they're going to tap in without even knowing it. But mm. what we do by lowering our, our vibration around them is we relinquish that power to lead them towards the light. You know, to, I say towards the light, but what I really mean is towards the darkness, because fuck the light, to be honest mm. with you. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so, hey, yeah. Hey, hey Uremer. Yeah. Hey, Uremer. Remember uh, me? Remember we was all on the, you know, we was all on the same, uh, you know, talking on the, uh, this little platform, right? Yeah. It was me, you, and D. We was all talking, and you was like, "Yeah, man, you and D need to talk outside this goddamn platform." Whole time, I'm on the Maryland side, D on the DC side. Yeah. And you was like, y'all need to hook up. Yeah. And that energy was like, damn. Yeah, I need to link up with the homie, man. And D, remember, I came up there and bought the crystal from you, bro. Facts, man. Facts. You need to pull up again, homes. You got to be consistent. And right, and, and Reem was like, yeah, y'all need to hook up. Whole time, like I said, I'm on the Maryland side and you on the D.C. side, dog. And I was like, damn, that's crazy as shit. Yeah. And that's one thing. That's one thing. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, I, I, don't, crazy, I, I don't just say stuff just to be saying it. You know what I'm saying? Because I've, I've heard people talk about things like that several times, like, you know, being on certain platforms and it's like, yo, we got to kind of close the gaps and, and reconnect, crazy, man. you know. But that's not always the case, you know. Yeah, so when I made that, when I made that mm-hmm. statement for the people that responded to that statement, mm-hmm. this is the thing. Like, like little things that we do. I don't know. I get, I'm getting feedback. I don't know. MP, meet your mic right quick, bro. All right, I think it's back. coming from you. Now you good? Um, can y'all hear me? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, I've, I always hear people on different platforms say, you know, we got to, you know, bridge the gap. We got to connect, you know, outside da, 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 da. And I just want to say this, you know. And by no means, you know, do I do I do I feel it like like attributed to what's been happening in the terms of our tribe connecting? But what triggered a lot of this was that conversation that Emma's talking about. And I said, "Yo, those of us like, why, why don't we actually make this shit real and make it happen?" You know what I'm saying? So when when Yurima and I and you know a couple of sisters, you know, we, when we made it happen and we linked up, um, and and that that spun into a situation where you know the family was able to connect and we, and. and I don't remember how many how many of us was there at the last uh, gathering. Fifteen. Fifteen. So we went from a handful to fifteen. We went from four within, to fifteen. <laughs> from four. Yeah, my bad. I'm, I'm saying a handful, but four. Yeah, we yeah. went from four to fifteen in a month. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So that that exponential power from just the seed of having that conversation and, and the intention of making that real. So I, I just want to make it clear that when I say something. I'm speaking with the power of, of, of the tongue. You know what I'm saying? I'm speaking with the power of creation. You know, abracadabra means I create as I speak. You know, and so that's what we are. You know, we, we, we have that ability to manifest strictly through our word with, with the proper intention. So let's, let's make that clear. You know, if we're going to say it, then that's what we're going to do. And, and I feel like we're building a tribe so that we can further build that community, that drama-free, trauma-free community. And we got to say that shit as often as possible because, 
That's what we in the business of doing. We we are we are creators and we are profound procreators. Mm. And we gotta operate in that power at all times. Facts. Hey, I just wanna say something real quick. Uh, uh just real quick. Um, that's a beautiful thing that I just seen and, 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 and to know that, and, and I want y'all uh, to those that are listening, I, I want you to understand that what the discussions we have here have a real impact, right? And you never know who's listening, right? You never know who you're going to, who you're going to empower and, and, and how you're going to positively affect them. But this is extremely necessary. I, I, I love that transaction that just happened between D and M. And a real quick, I want to just give a shout out. He don't know I'm going to do this, but I've been watching for a while. And there's a, there's a young man in the audience. His name is Dante, 23 years old. And I've been mentoring him in the field of finance for like the last year. And he's been in this room listening, right? At 23 years old. I wish I heard this at 23 years old. So we planting seeds just by having these types of discussions to help improve and build and empower our community. I love it. Mm. Are you talking about on Clubhouse or IG, brother? On Clubhouse, you right down here on Clubhouse. His name Dante. He got like the newbie hat. Mm. You know that little party hat. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yo, yeah. Um, go go ahead, Tareen. I see you. Please. Yes, I just wanted to. Um, just with everything being said, I just wanted to say this because I actually got to get off of here soon. Um, I just wanted to speak on submission. Um, because I just think that is like one of the most important things to be talked about in this conversation right now. Um, considering our community, like the goal should be for us to be a patriarchy, not a matriarchy. Like if, if, you know, I don't know much about chess, but like when you, look at life like chess, the king is the most powerful piece on the board. That's the little that I've learned. And with that being said, submission is very important from the for, from the black woman to the black man. Like, we have to be more submissive, you know, with a divine understanding. We have to speak more, collect, we have to think more collectively. You know, and really focus on, you know, what the goals are in our community. And the black man should be the head of our community. And in order for him to get there, we have to be able to empower him. Because right now, the black man is down. And we can't do that without being submissive to the black man. We can't. You know, there there are a lot of things, you know, um, in our community as far as women, how we feel with how men deal with females. It's like... You know, we, we have to get over certain things and really deal with the facts, you know, and like really build on our communities the right way. And, and we have to stop like looking down at black men all the time. Like even though even if, you know, we deal with situations where we feel as though they're wrong or we're right, whatever, vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to learn how to be submissive and we have to learn when to just chill out and just stop speaking and just. Relax for a minute. You know what I'm saying? It's, especially if a situation is not disruptive, everything, you know, we don't have to pick every argument either, you know? But um, that that's definitely, like, so important for us to be submissive. Like, it just is. 
Tareen, thank you. But I do, I do want to, I do want to say something real, real quick and clarify. As a chess player, uh, not so much now as I was years ago, but um, as a chess player, um, the queen is actually the most powerful piece on the board. The king is the most important piece on the board. Because once the king right, is in right, checkmate, right, 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 right. yeah, once that king that. is in checkmate, it's game over. But the queen is the most powerful piece on the board, and that king, that king sends that queen out to do some vicious attacks when necessary. Um, <laughs> and no, no, I'm not playing chess with y'all. I'm not. I'm not. I, <laughs> we we ain't doing that. I do need to get a chess game in, but my game is not like it used to be. I'm sure. But um, yeah, I, I thank you for that clarification. Um, we appreciate that. Yes, Absolutely. my point meaning was, you know, mainly based about submission. Yeah, thank you. Um, Cindy, I want to ask Cindy, does she have anything to add? Because we want to get that feminine energy while we, because we, we got the two, the two empresses up here. So I we men, we tend to take over some shit. So I appreciate you, uh, brothers. You know, listening to you men speak reminded me listening to my dad and my grandfather speak. Right. So I was just listening. But you know what I was thinking when the brother said he's clean, brother, you're amazing. Right. And so now to all the men in here, if she's not telling you you're handsome, you're beautiful. Thanks for knocking out this light bill. Thanks for that lawn. Baby, thank you. Then you don't need her. I'm going to keep it a buck. If no one is pouring into you, we talk about pouring into children, you got to pour until motherfucking the glass is cracking is dead. Okay? Pour. Pour into each other. And so you have had, you've got to have people, women, that are pouring into you. When's the last mm. time somebody told you you was fucking beautiful, that your heart was everything? You, and, and I'm not talking about on some sex shit. What's the last time somebody said, thank you, and, and not thank you for, just thank you. Thank you for, the, for existing. Thank you because I honor you. You know, we, we talk about thank, you know, people go to church and they thank God and Jesus and all that stuff in the universe. And, you know, we forget to thank the universe. But we can't call someone a king and forget to thank him. You know, thank him. And mm. so the brother that's clean Every day is a struggle, yeah. But you got that. And M, it was M who said he was afraid to have children. Let me tell you something. You make a goddamn list to the universe. You don't ask the universe for nothing. You command that shit. Mm. I command this. Matter of fact, make a list of everything, every wonderful trait you have, and put this is what I want. This is what I want from her. This is what I want from my queen. You make that list, mm. and it will happen. And sometimes it don't happen right away, like not a lot. You know, sometimes it happens right away, and sometimes it don't. It just depends how strong you are, right? How many times you guys manifested something and woke up and was like, "Holy shit!" Now if I could do that with the lotto numbers, right? But <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Literally, just kind of like I know people always talk about self preservation and stuff like that. But for me, I think for me. It's because I love my daddy so much. You get me saying? My father and the, the things he would tell me and he would just speak to me like a human being. I think that just 
and I see men differently. Now, was my daddy ever on drugs? Yeah, he was. You know, and every once in a while on his Sundays, he likes to sit and have some drinks because he don't do them other things no more. But it is what it is. And when he left my mother, he, he said to me, you know, when I left your mother, I jumped out the frying pan and jumped into the fire. Because now he with somebody else. That's worse. <laughs> you know, and so I, I started to get an understanding, right? And so, like, when someone was saying, you know, you watch the relationships between your parents and it didn't work. And so you said, I'm going to do things differently. So this is why I honor black men the way I do. Because I mm. honor my father. And I think sometimes when you meet a woman, and I, and I know it's different from men who didn't grow up with fathers. So they kind of go through it and they have mentors and uncles and but. I, I know families, 10, 20 women deep, ain't no man around. Run. Those are black widow spiders. I ain't even being mm. funny. Right? And so a lot mm. of it is trauma. We all have our traumas. And, and kind of sitting with someone and saying, what have you been through? And I'll tell you what I've been through. No judgment, no nothing. And I, I've dated brothers that were abused. I've dated brothers that were on, like, drugs and whatever. Let's talk about it. Communication. Communication first. And then literally leaving yourself naked, not in the sense of really naked, but just naked. And saying, this is me. This is you. Goddamn, you're imperfect, which makes you perfect. My mm. God, I'm telling you. The, the world that you can change within a man, when you speak some type of love, it brings life to him. And my grandmother said, that's how you know when a man loves you. Now that you've poured all this into him, now he's like, there's nothing I won't, will never not do for her, for my family. This is the real psychology of it all. It's mm. so fucking simple. But people want to make it hard. Well, he didn't do this and he didn't do that. Well, maybe he don't like that shit. <sighs> Figure it out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We want to nitpick and everything. Ain't nobody motherfucking perfect. My grandma used to tell me that. Ain't no man perfect. Ain't no woman perfect either. You pick what you could deal with. And she, I mean, but this was back in the day. She goes, you want to. Uh, nobody wants a Bill Clinton man, but you want a Bill Clinton man, which, you know, the whole Monica Lewinsky shit. You want a gambling man. You want a lying man. Listen, pick what you could deal with. And, and it's not not settling because you're not perfect, too, ladies. You know, mm. some of some of y'all like to bicker. Me, I'm crazy. But I am. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to y'all. <laughs> I get in my, my modes and I'll be like, oh, but I really want this because I'm kind of like headstrong, but not headstrong and I'm going to be rude to you. I'm going to wait till you get like real quiet and then I'm going to just be like, da -da 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 -da, whatever. But I know when I'm wrong. And even when I'm not wrong, I know how to humble myself. See, submission can't happen until you humble yourself. Mm. Right? Because we could submit and it could be all fake and shit like that. Right? Because we could always be like, I'm sorry. Can I still? Right. No. Like, really appreciate the person you fucking with. I used to set people up to date and they would have the best conversations. And I remember my girlfriend, she met the guy and said, 
What you set me up with him for? I said, but you talked to him for two weeks. He was kind of chubby. I said, you know, a nigga could lose weight, right? <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's just this mix. That's what I'm saying. Everybody want everybody to be fucking perfect, but ain't nobody perfect because everybody's imperfect, right. which makes you perfect. And so people don't even understand <laughs> that. And so I just, I just, I, I can't, again, I can't speak for no man. I can speak for myself and I can speak for, uh, and I know some women are probably like bitches, bitch, think she, no, honestly, like get it together. I, I know I'm not perfect, but I mean, I listen, I'm married and all that shit, but I know that. We have our fault, but we got to do better. You know what I was thinking while you was doing this? Two things. So there's this uh, Shiraz Ali. I'm messing up her name, but she has the, the, the guide to understanding. Right. The guide to understanding the black woman, the guide to understanding the black man. I know people don't read, but mm-hmm. if you need to do one of those sessions, right, one of them lectures, Right? Don't waste nobody time, maybe ten, twenty dollars, that everybody come together, whatever. Right? And you could also do like maybe like a like a love connection, like a speed round, like a session where you just taking in different levels on the, the whole clubhouse or IG type thing. I'm just saying, it would be fun. It would be cute. What state you from? What state you from? I think it's cute because people kind of still want to do that because they can't really do that because of the whole scamdemic. And so I think that would be that would be different because this is like a like-minded and then you could kind of weed out. You could weed it out because somebody going to tell on themselves, right? <laughs> right? Because, you know, you listen, like me, you let somebody talk long enough, they'll tell you what they had for breakfast. I was mm-hmm. sleeping, y'all. See? There you go. And <laughs> so, but basically, not honestly, let someone pour into you guys. You guys, you men deserve it. It, the self-sabotage has to stop. You know, if you drinking, if you doing this, listen, I, you know, I ain't perfect. But find a woman that pours into you and really wants to pour into you. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying it from that level. And if you could find somebody like that, you cherish that. There was a brother. Um, remember our stolen legacy with Bill Cosby? Anybody remember that? And it was yeah. a brother in Philly that taught those little kids, black is beautiful. I'm black and I'm beautiful. Will you mm-hmm. take a dollar? If I call you a nigga, no, I ain't going to take no dollar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember that. I went and I found that brother because I did a documentary. His name is uh, Churchville, um, John Elliott Churchville. And the advice he gave, because he met Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, he said he ain't like Martin because Martin was a camera whore, but Malcolm X was real. You know, the elders is dope when they speak. And he yeah, said yeah, yeah. that young girls keep your legs closed until you figure out who's for you. And he hmm. said, young men, when you find that right woman that pours into you, that makes you want to get up and, and start your day, and that makes you want to run back home to her because he was married. For like forever. And he mm. just loved his queen. There was nothing he wouldn't do for her. Because he was like, whenever I had a bad day, I knew that she would lift my spirit. The moment you could talk like that, you're... <sighs> it's perfect. Mm. 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 Is it always perfect? No. 
Am I going to, we going to agree on everything? No, but I'm going to respect you. And also respect. <laughs> I know about submit. Respect. If she does not respect you, fuck that. Out of here. Move on. <clears throat> what they ratio seven to one, move on. Don't let nobody trap you with none of this extra shit about you could do this and I'm the hottest thing. Listen, pussy is a dime a dozen. Mm. I'm saying it. So yeah, would, yeah would, who are you going to check? Who going to check me? Anyway. <laughs> act, act, act right. You want a good man? Act like a good fucking lady. Not a woman. Because my grandma used to say, a woman can do anything. A lady is classy, respectful, mm. dignity. Act like a fucking lady. All right, I'm done. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my, from the bottom of my being, Cindy, Cindy, Cindy. thank you. Cindy, you dropped so many jewels there. I couldn't, my bag, I was trying to pick them all up and put them on my bag. I I, I missed, I missed, uh, there's still some on the floor. I got to go back and get, thank you so much. Oh my goodness. I would, you know what, Cindy, real shit. I wish every black woman in this country could have just heard that. Fuck it, not just this country. Let's take Brazil and Akebulon as well. Perhaps would, we'll do a replay. Yeah, yeah, we got to do a replay. This is this this has got to go on the app. <laughs> that was so fucking powerful. Thank you so much. You need to teach a class. Our young our young ladies, uh, they need you desperately because you you get it. You got it. You get I, it. I, I, I I'm okay. Right. I always feel like there's room for improvement. There's room for growth. Are you always say we're not always, you know, this whole woke thing. Right. So that's why it's called on the wake up radio, because we was all we're always trying to wake up to get the crust out of our eyes a little bit more. Right. We're never perfect. We're never sure. truly. And so I have an 18 year old daughter and it, it, it was a honor for me to see her straight through high school. She left high school, went to cosmetology school. She's still 18, graduated, got her freaking license to do cosmetology in Soho, Manhattan, wherever the fuck, right? And so I talked to her a lot. I goes, no, you can't act like that. No, that's disrespect. I, I got to pull her back and tell, humble yourself. I got to do that. And sometimes we have to speak to our daughters that way. Not no, no bitch, no, no, no. Like respectful, like respect yourself, right? Check yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't be on this IG doing all this. You got what you doing? What you got an IG for? You got a business? Oh, you better be selling bonnets. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, twerking. Ain't no like really speak to your daughters. Like y'all really be playing games and thinking that it's cute out here. Y'all want to sing and dance with y'all daughters? Uh, uh, mm -hmm. I'm old school. You know what I'm saying? Y'all want to smoke and drink with y'all daughters? No. Y'all want to do edible with y'all? No. Get it together. Your grandparents are rolling their fucking grave. What is wrong with y'all? Get it together. But if you fucked up, don't make them fuck up. When I, You know, I have a son. He's 14. All he got to do, he take out the trash. And when he don't take out the trash, you know what I tell him? I am trying to make you good for somebody. <laughs> just take out the trash You know mm. I say stuff like You know what I'm saying Like just Just little things But no I, I totally I, I get it And uh, like you said Someone You have to be teachable And again mm. I am not Perfect But I know what's right And right Is right 
And if you're going to love somebody, if you, especially a black man that's been through all the trauma, the trauma, decades and decades of trauma, there was a study of rats. And they would beat the rats with, uh, they would put them in a bag of strawberries and beat them to death. And the ones that lived three generations later, Whenever those rats smelled strawberries, they were scared. They didn't know why. The trauma. We gotta, yeah, we gotta get through that, but we gotta, we all we got, like you always say, we all we freaking got. I don't, I don't think people realize the what you're offering people. The, the, just the platform to speak on and say, listen, this is how I feel. I'm scared. I don't know, like, and but speak. What you want into existence. Because once you say it, once it is written and it's said, it is done. Thank you, fellas. <laughs> so true. Thank you, Empress. Appreciate you always. Um, who else has got anything? Otherwise, I, I we're get, ready to close out. I, I just wanted to say one thing, Yurima. Uh, Queen Cindy, you, you, you preached a gospel tonight, mm-hmm. right? You, 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 that was wisdom. That was the, that was, that was, oh my gosh, that, that, that was food for the soul, right? And, and yes. I'm going, I'm going to share, you know, in, in, in my relationship with my queen, my marriage, you know, it was a lot more dysfunction earlier on because we were trying to figure this thing out. And like one of the key things that helped, well, like I said, was mentorship, not just in therapy, but from, older couples we sought them out older couples that we were looking at having a functional relationship and when the relationship was dysfunctional and, and McQueen was real combative earlier on I didn't want to come home I would stay out late with the fellas as late as I could to try to and, and, and I, I realized this later but I was trying to avoid her because it was always a it was always contentious it was always argumentative when my wife matured into to 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 learning how to be my peace and comfort and like you just said pouring into me because i gotta fight i gotta battle every time i step outside the kingdom you know the castle like i gotta i gotta (laughs) fight the world right and i don't want to come home inside my kingdom and have to fight too and 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 like this this last i'd say about this last Five years, you know, maybe longer than that. Like, I run home. Like, I I literally, like, I can't wait to get done dealing with business and dealing with things that I got to deal with outside the house. And I I haul butt to get home. And and I want to pick up something along the way to make her smile. Like, when I come in, because I, like, it's, it's, that's my heaven. She created heaven in the home. Mm. And, and, and I think a, a lot of the, the, the females should hit. I hope they heard what you said. And I'm confirming that as a man. I'm confirming that. That, listen, if you become his peace and you learn how to speak life into him, it's all right, babe. You didn't get it this time, but, but hey, you gave it a great effort and I know you got it next time. I know you're not where you want to be with this right now, but... I see your effort and I know you're going to get there. 
that charge right there, that 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 does something to me as a man. It it, it like supercharges me. I want to go out there and take on the whole world again with renewed energy. Like yes, you know what? I'm not gonna let you down, babe. I'm gonna go out here and get it for for the fam. I'm I got it. Like it's you. Oh my goodness, you you spoke so much truth just now. And I just want to thank you again for 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 being that voice of wisdom. Uh, in the room, man, that feminine voice of wisdom. Thank you, Cindy. That ain't nothing but my grandmother speaking through me, baby. That's the ancestors. Thank you. Mm, powerful. Yeah, it's uh, um, yeah, it's <laughs> that was that was so powerful. Thank you. Um, I think people too need to they need to really delve into what their love languages are. They need to know what their love languages are so that they can explain that. And their partners need to know that what their love languages are. Um, one thing I will say is that um, for both sides, because in this in this climate, there are women who are making more than men. And some in some places that doesn't make that doesn't make the man less of a man because a woman is making more because it it's not this is not based on monetary value. It's not based on an economic system. Um, so there are there will be instances where, you know, there can be a woman making more. That might be an instant where she's actually bringing the table. And it's not so much that he has his hands out. It's just that she's making more or vice versa. The man is making more and she's doing her thing as well. It's not so much that she's got her hand out he's making more but the one thing that i that i that i i say is mandatory no matter what is going on is that whoever's bringing more you have to add value to that person's life if you're not bringing anything in let's say this person has taken has taken responsibility and they're doing they're doing it all and you're not you need to be that person's biggest fucking cheerleader then you need to be doing something to let them know, like, yo, I, you're doing it, but I'm here with you. I'm your biggest fan. And, <laughs> you know, something's got to, some, you, you have to play a part in that some way, form, or fashion. And it's vice versa for the men. You know, if your wife is doing it or your girl is doing it and you all are building and you know, you might have fallen on something hard and she's you, you, you fall on hard times. You know, we're black men. We fall on hard times. So uh, she's doing it. But she knows who you are and she knows that although you've fallen on hard times, you're not going to stay on hard times. You need to be her fucking biggest cheerleader. You need to be her biggest fan. You need to be trying to do everything you can to aid and support that woman. And, 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 and that, that's just how this works. And, you know, if I, I, I kind of I'm kind of like Cindy on that. If you can't if you don't have that, you need to be moving the fuck on because. Well, can I say what? something, brother? Yeah, please do. Now, let me say this, because you're, you're not saying this and I'm going to say it. I know women who have said it's my house, it's my car, it's my couch. It's not your fucking son. He's your man. My kids. Mm -hmm. Then don't have him there if you don't want him to help you raise them kids or discipline them. If you can't do that, then you don't. Then you need to be a fucking peanut by your fucking self. Cause you mm. got you, you get what I'm saying. Like I, I'm uh, the things that I hear 
coming out of women's mouth is disgusting. It's minds, minds, minds. Listen, the white man gave you a job. You know, you should be taking money, saving it, and going to get some fucking land. I don't care if he did a bit or whatever. That's your man, whatever. He com- comes out, y'all, y'all build. But you don't sit there and t- mine, 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 mine. You fucking quail, whatever bird. You know what I'm saying? Like, get it together. Like, s- include him. Stop making him feel isolated. This is why they go out and they do, you know, they go and be with this one and that one. Because someone makes them feel good. You, if you, y'all remember the scene? Probably not a good scene mm-hmm. to say. Well, with Sunshine. Honey, I'm not coming home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This woman makes me feel, this black woman makes me feel good. You and mm-hmm. my, my ugly wife and my ugly kids, fuck y'all. I'm, I'm going to say with sunshine. This is what happens because you don't want to freaking go home. And I get it. I've, I've, as a kid, I've seen it. I've, I've observed it. I've grown up. I've seen women just say the most vicious fucking thing. It's, it's cruel. It's abandonment to a man's ego. Henceforth, when I said, my uncle said, when I was 15, you feed a man's ego. And if you can't do that, you step the fuck out the way so somebody else can fucking do it, right? Mm. Sorry. <laughs> oh, never sorry. Never sorry. Mm, mm-mm. D. Wow. Hey, yeah, peace, peace, to, peace to you, Sandy, for real. Um, yeah, powerful, powerful, powerful points. Um, I just want to say that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I really feel like where we are, where we are at this point, for those of us who are conscious enough to understand what I'm about to say, um, we, huh, the way that the way that the way that a queen is able to give life to a brother just by just 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 I'm gonna just use this this small scenario right here. You know what I'm saying? For Cindy to come in and say what she said. You know, the sister Tareen came and spoke um, and, and made a good point in terms of submission and stuff like that. But you know, the way that y'all are able to empower us as men with your words, um, the way that we're inspired and motivated to do the things that we do. For the sake of getting the attention of a woman or, or 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 women or whatever, you know, if you really understand, you know, if, if you look at the animal kingdom, you know, what I'm saying it's the male, it's the males of the species that are the most colorful because their primary existence is to attract a woman. Most of what we do as men, we do for y'all. Um. <laughs> And and that and that shows you what we're fueled by, what our what you know what inspires us and motivates us. Um, and part of that is because of the fact that we are all birthed through the divine feminine. You know what I'm saying? The universe is a cosmic womb. Mm. So our position as men, you know, understanding that the woman is the soil or the darkness. I used to say it all the time. You know, the woman is the end all, be all, the eternal. You know, that darkness or that 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 chaos that everything exists within. And the masculine energy is to plant that seed and to bring forth out some order out of that chaos, but to understand that everything that we bring out of it already existed within the woman. Um, and so our job as men is to bring that that primordial strategy that comes from the source, which is our woman, and we bring that out into the world 
so that we can provide for that woman, the children that she bore, um, and, and, and the household that we created together. Um, and that's what our job is as men. That's why our masculinity exists in the first place. And so with that understanding, you know, for women to walk in your power and understand, just like in the movie Chirac and in a couple other movies, you know, since then, you know, y'all really do decide what happens in terms of the, the, the following generation. Y'all decide, you know, what type of men are being selected to procreate with, you know, and that's, and that's what natural selection is about. You know, and so if you stop giving it up to niggas who ain't got it together, then you'd be procreating with the real ones. You know what I'm saying? So just remember that we out here. Um, we need y'all as much as y'all need us. You know, and if a brother is really real, he understands your power and he wants to protect it as much as possible. and He'll be in your life to water you. You know what I'm saying? And so as long as that's the case, let a brother live, man. You know what I'm saying? Let a brother live and, and, and be there to, to water him as well. You know, and that's what it's about. The submission thing. I saw somebody earlier and it's no no uh no slight to whoever it was. I don't remember if it was uh it was one of the brothers on IG. Um it might have been the brother Trap um or uh, the brother Thumper. One of the two said something about submission is one way. I don't know if that was to make a stance as far as how they felt or whatever, but like it was said earlier, submission is definitely a two way thing. You know, I submit to you as you submit to me because we are God together. You know, I subscribe to the idea the black woman is God. You know what I'm saying? I subscribe to the idea the black man is God. The black man, woman, and child is God. The black mind is God. Black creativity is God. Black procreation is God. You know what I'm saying? And none of that is possible without the balance of both the divine uh, masculine and divine feminine. So if we're going to walk in ours, then walk in yours. So we can, you know, birth the world that is meant for us in the first place with that piece of the family i love y'all d can i say something i want to say to you that i know a lot of times you 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 fellas always say you know the black woman is god for me the black man is god right and <laughs> i'm gonna i know some women are gonna be like whatever but there are some black women ain't worth it i'm gonna keep it real with y'all do you get what i'm saying mm. Ain't worth it. Straight devil. Straight devil. Right? Or whatever you believe. So, uh, just be careful who you call queen. Just be careful. And I know there are women saying, well, there's men that don't do. Well, guess what? His mama raised him. She was a devil and she raised her little fucking demon. Okay? You just have Mm. to be careful who we're calling gods and goddesses. Because everybody ain't no damn goddess. And a, 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 a surefire way. Is how a woman speaks to her children. If she's cursing her child out and you're on the phone with her, motherfucker, run, run. She ain't gonna treat you no better. You ain't nobody's mm. son. You a man at this point. It, it's just little red fucking flags. They're not even little red flags. They flags. Goddamn, just uh, jump off the fucking ship. You know what I'm saying? Get a lifesaver. You know what I'm saying? And so just be careful who we call in gods and goddesses, because at the end of the day, there's some women out here that just misery loves company. And you just got to be careful because everybody ain't no motherfucking queen. Right. You know, mm. the talent intent. It's only a few. And I know it's hard. Now, if she's trainable, coachable, all that great. But some of them ain't worth shit. And I sound fucked up. I got a son. 
is real. I'm going to tell them what she said. She said it's your fault. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep it real. Be mindful who you give your energy to. Because some of these women are energetic vampires. And I'm not saying men, but I can't speak. I, I'm speaking for what I've seen and heard. And, it, you know, and being in New York, I see and hear a lot of shit. I hear people screaming at their kids. And then the man is walking. He's not saying nothing. That's a problem. That's a, if, she, if she talking to the child like that, what she talk to him like? My gosh. Who want to go home to that? Thank you. Mm-mm-mm. No, thank you, uh, Cindy. Uh, as always. Uh, Cindy, I think that there's... Uh, there's probably uh, probably half the men over here on IG want to offer you a ring right now. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> the flip is crazy. We so appreciate you, Cindy, and your wisdom. Uh, I appreciate all the brothers on the panel. I appreciate everyone in the room. Love you all. Uh, I'm going to get up out of here unless, uh, D, you want to keep it open. Uh, but I think that this has been this conversation has been very productive, very instrumental. Um, and uh, apes follow Cabano. I see you, family. Uh, yeah, I think that and, and we need to have more conversations like this with with more solution based uh, alternatives to um, our current status as a group of people. So um, with that said, I love you all. Um and uh, we'll do this again soon. I also keep in mind, uh, be on the lookout. We are looking for our next, which I'll probably announce in the next few days. We're going to be looking for our next uh, meeting place for our for our growing community. So we're, we talked about doing this once a month. So we're we're about it. We're about at that one month mark now. So I'll let everyone know, and then uh, also to some people who were inquiring about the Sunday poetry. Uh, I'm going to try to get on that. Um, uh, and we'll try to navigate that this coming Sunday. Um, the thing, I think the only reason I haven't been consistent with it is because we actually need more poets uh, to, to come. So if you know uh, some, some poets, uh, please uh, let them know about Sunday the house of fire. Uh, so with that said, peace, prosperity, salutations. Until next time, we've been rocking with the Mastermind Alliance. And we are out. Peace, peace to the gods. Peace, Luke, peace, Luke, peace. Y'all went crazy over here on IG. Let me get up out of here on IG. <laughs> Thumper the Great was going in with the Kevin. Wow, this was nuts. Yes, indeed. Peace, love, and light, family. Peace, love, and Good light. Man. Peace, brothers. Hey, Yurima Karama here with a quick infomercial, and I have a question for you. Are you tired of social media outlets that block real content? I mean, are you tired of your favorite internet truth teller getting blocked or put in fed book jail? Tired of making a comment and the algorithm quickly deems your comment to be offensive and takes it down? I mean, are you tired of making a post and a fact check pops up, making it look like your info isn't accurate, and then it turns out that the fact check is actually the lie? 
Are you tired of seeing white people get by with racist commentary or post and they never get blocked, but unapologetically black truth tellers are always having their videos taken down? Tired of having to wait a month or seven days or 14 days for your favorite social media truth teller to get their page back up because white owned social media outlet owners take their content down whenever they feel like it. Tired of black people getting on white owned social media outlets and finding out that the outlet is making billions of dollars, but you don't get one red cent of that money. Well, if you're really tired, then you should do as I did and make the switch. Yeah. Come on over to otwtube.com where your content and comments are actually accepted. Also, get the Eurema Karam app where you can stay up to date on real truth that lamestream media intentionally hides from you. Come on over to sites that accept you being unapologetically black. I mean, come on over to sites that love you being free to express yourself. This is why I took my aboriginal indigenous melanated ass on over to OTWTube, because I recognize the importance of freedom of speech. I recognize that I would be doing my ancestors a tremendous disservice if I stayed a slave on social media outlets that want to dictate what I say and when I can actually say it. If you're tired like I am, then make the switch now to OTWTube.com and get the Yurima Karama app. Tap into the truth, because that's what you deserve. I am Yurima Karama, and I approve this message. Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Dian. Cindy Ashley Production. On the wake up.